transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Right. What's the cost to be the boss? Breaking down the walls, we all in once the coin guitars. Got the pound of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction, we make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hit Me Now, Love Me Later, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hate me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up, YouTube? Appreciate everybody joining in on this fine Talk That Talk Tuesday. Uh, I'm rocking a slapdick shirt today. Uh, I'm not slapdick of the day, but I'm rocking the shirt. You know, get you CoachJBStore.com, get you some merch, get you some gear. I will be dropping a one-time limited edition t-shirt that says Electric Car D's Nuts on it. On the 15th, we will do pre-sale orders on CoachJVStore.com. Electric car D's nuts. It's, it's, I've been getting hit up about it, so I'm going to launch that shirt. First 100 people that buy, that's it. Sold out. So, appreciate everybody. Uh, we had a lot of people hit us up over the nighttime about the raffle. Uh, get a chance to come see me. Uh, chill at the Slapdick. Vodka launch party. Enjoy the festivities here in sunny Southern California on July 9th. We'll fly you in on the 8th and uh, get to hang out and chill, smoke a stick, drink some yak, whatever it may be, if you hit us up. Um, Anyway, great show today. Talk That Talk Tuesday. Talk That Talk Tuesday, I named it that, so it'll be the majority of our guest shows we'll have some guests on i got two former players on today great uh great kid delrick abrams played for atlanta falcons currently in the usfl and joshua avery which i think is going to be a very intriguing story that a lot of you probably all of you don't know about uh he actually got picked up by the seahawks and is in the usfl this year as well so we'll talk about the usfl comparable to the nfl and how their transition came from me to the college coach and we'll and we'll tell some stories and uh, shoot the shit. So uh, this show is all brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe B L E A V. Get you fifty percent off welcome bonus and first deposit. Um, Major League Baseball is in full swing. Got the MMA this weekend. Big fucking MMA. We'll have Hector on this Friday for uh, for our. Uh, Fearless Friday betting uh, with Hector. We'll discuss MMA and uh, and all that. And uh, you can get your bets in before the weekend hits. And a uh, lot to uncover. Tomorrow we got Wildin' with Wido. His, he, he, he joins the show tomorrow. 
and uh, we'll chop it up on Work Boot Wednesday with him. So, again, every day is action-packed. We got a lot of shit. We're just building the show up. Keep hitting the like button, subscribe, become a member, and uh, head on over to betonline.ag and use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. So we got a lot going on. Um, let me start you off with the quote of the day because we got about 30 minutes before Josh Avery joins us. Christian's going to send him that link on Twitter for me, and I'm going to get it going. Um, quote of the day, we got a good one. I got a, a lot of people don't realize, man. If plan A don't work, the alphabet has 25 more letters to choose from. If plan A didn't work, the alphabet has 25 more letters to choose from. Be cool. Relax. Quit fucking being so fucking tight about plan fucking A. Well, plan B don't work either, motherfucker. Ask the ladies. Shit. So, plan A, plan B, plan C. You better have a fucking backup plan for a backup plan. Period. Contingency plans need to be constructed in your household. Period. Stop worrying about the fucking first plan that don't work. There's a lot of fucking plans, numbers, plans, all kind of shit you can come up with. So stop worrying about that and being a fucking slapdick. Here on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast, brought to you by BetOnline and BlueChew.com. Got a lot to discuss, man. A lot to discuss. Contrary to belief segment, also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Got to get some contrary to belief in with you so I can break down some more historical knowledge with you. Historical. I I don't think you guys really realize what it means, okay? Historic uh, pertains to the past, all right? Uh, A lot of you guys think that uh, historical means historic. It does not mean historic, It means pertaining to the past. It was historical. That means it happened back in the day. You guys think it means fucking historic. Like, no. It means it pertains to the past. That's why it's historical. Continual. A lot of you fucks don't understand any of these words. That's why we're in the English 101 class with the coach, real coach JB. You think continual means no interruptions. No, it means duration over a long period of time. It means it's continuing to continue to happen. It means duration for the long haul in layman's terms. Not necessarily without interruption. Infamous. A lot of you fucks think infamous means famous. Infamous is not, does not mean famous. Infamous is not a good thing. It's never used in a positive manner. So please, contrary to belief, write these down, take notes. I'm always in my lab with my pen and my pad and get you some Coach JB uh, English 101 lessons in this great contrary to belief segment. Brought to you by betonline.ag. I got to bring up the slapdick of the day real quick because slapdick of the day um, is... Got to go. It's got to go to my Lakers, my L.A. Lakers. I am happy that they did not get Kyrie's bitch ass because I would have instantly become another fan of someone else. But I would not have been a Laker fan anymore. That's how fast I would have dropped them. 
But the Lakers picked up a $47 million option on Westbrook today. I have to say that's got to be one of the biggest slapdick moves. Um, they just couldn't get rid of it. Nobody wants it. They, they are stuck with Russell Westbrook. They are fucked with Russell Westbrook. It is what it is. He's exactly a spitting image of LeBron, even a lesser shooter than LeBron, but basically the same fucking person. An athletic, driving, dish type of player, dunk on you. He's not a fucking guy to make you better. He plays zero defense. And uh, I think the Lakers are the slapdicks of the day for uh, for that one. So it is what it is. I got a great poll question for you again today. The poll question we uh, Nurse Court actually put on our Twitter. I retweeted it and got it going. And uh, I'm glad she did that. Shout out to Nurse Court. My trivia question actually is uh, pretty funny, too. I got a joke of the day that's actually related to Nurse Court. Uh, I don't know if Nurse Court's in here or not. But the poll question today is uh, poll question day is very intriguing. Okay, yesterday's poll question was, would you cheat on your girl or snitch on your homies? And that kind of blew up on Twitter. I got blown up from it. But poll question today is, would you steal a business idea from your best friend for a million dollars? Would you steal a business idea from your homie for a million dollars? See, I was gonna put down. Um, I was gonna put it down that uh, would you steal a business idea from your homie? And I guarantee a lot of you would have done it, uh, or would have said, "Nah, nah, coach, that's scandalous." But when I add the million dollars in there, I bet you 90% of you motherfuckers would take your homie's idea and run with it in a fucking New York minute. Um, oh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, anyway, that's the poll question. Would you steal a business idea from your homie for a million dollars? Shane said, yeah. Aaron Easy said, hell yeah. You guys are scandalous. Aaron said, I'll give him restitution. Shit. Um, that's funny. That's funny. Joke of the day. All right. Is Nurse Court in here, by the way? Because I think she would get this. You know, I gotta, I'm keeping it PG today on my, on my, and you know, my jokes aren't supposed to be like real famous. God, you know, I'm real funny because the jokes I do like yesterday, they'll be more like my speed. I'll be kind of, you know, nasty with it. Um, some jokes I'm just going to do. Maybe for your babies or kids or something, you know? I mean, you can maybe say one day, I, I don't know, fuck. But anyway, joke of the day. Why did the nurse need a red pen at work? If somebody can answer this question, why did the nurse need a red pen at work? Anyone answer the question? Anyone get the joke? Can anyone get that joke right? If somebody can get that joke right, I might give you something. Can somebody get that joke? Why did the nurse need a red pen at work? Anyone know? Nobody knows? Come on, dog. Come on, man. Nobody knows? That's fucked up. Not one person can guess that shit. Where's Nurse Court at? Where's Lucy at? Um... The nurse needs a red pen at work. In case she needs to draw blood. Come on, man. 
Aaron got it. Aaron, you got close. In case you need to draw blood, dog. Come on. Shit. It's common sense. I would have gave somebody a fucking free trip to Cali for that one if you'd have got it right. Um, I'm lying through my teeth. I wouldn't have gave you fucking shit. So anyway, um, poll question. Would you steal your homie's business idea for a million bucks? Uh, I got to get to... There's some real shit out here going on. I'm just telling you, some real fucked up shit. Some fuckery. Some fuckery um, is going on around here. And uh, I got to share some shit with you real quick, okay? I want you to listen to this shit right here. I I want you to listen to this shit right here. Um, I thought I should lead the show on the first and ten segment of this Hate Me Now, Love Me Later with this. Listen to this. On two tonight, a homeowner telling his story after opening fire on a man who he says tried to break into his home. Yeah, it was about nine or ten at night. I'm gonna be honest, I was in my room whacking my meat. My girl was in the kitchen making food. All of a sudden, I hear her start yelling. I get out there, she's being attacked by some dude. You know, keep in mind, I'm rock hard at this point, so there's really only so much I can do. I run to the closet, I grab the heater, I get out there, I don't show him, but I said, I got it on me. I said, I got it on me. He said, You don't got it on you. I point it, I said, I got it on me. He said, There's nothing in there. Da -da -da. Only on two tonight, a homeowner telling his story after opening fire on a man who he says tried to break into his home. Uh, I yeah, it was about nine was or ten at night. Funny man, um, I thought that shit was hilarious. I gotta show you guys something real quick though. This right here, I do not find hilarious, and I would never fuck with it. I want you to hear this whole segment. Introducing Sky Cruise, a nuclear-powered hotel suspended above the clouds. This futuristic Sky Hotel gives you the ultimate travel experience. It's big enough to accommodate over 5,000 guests. Its sleek design combines the features of a commercial plane while offering the epitome of luxury. Sky Cruise features a big hall that offers a 360-degree view right of your surroundings. Here, that you get, get to enjoy right the most the breathtaking views of nature from above. An elevator connects the panoramic hall to the main entertainment deck. It allows you to easily shuttle between the two locations. The main entertainment deck is perfect for recreational activities. It features shopping malls, sports centers, swimming pools, restaurants, bars, playgrounds for children, theaters, and cinemas. There's also a separate section for organizing events and business meetings. And if you want to declare your love above the clouds, Sky Cruise's wedding halls give you and your partner, along with your guests, a unique memorable experience. I'm good. I'm good on that. I, I couldn't do it. The There's no fucking way that I'm going to be in the air on that shit and, and enjoy myself. And then I'll ask my girl to marry me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to go on that fucking... If a plane can carry 5,000 people in the sky and we're overnight on an airplane... There's no fucking way. First of all, I'm not trying to fly somewhere and be in a fucking, like it's a hotel room for multiple days. Where the fuck are we going? Are we going to the flat earth that Kyrie Irving thinks exists where there's a whole new land? 
Because holy fuck, how long are we going to be in the fucking air for? Are we just circling around Compton? I don't get it. There's no fucking way. And uh, I think you can basically go anywhere in the in the world, and if you're in the sky, it's going to look beautiful. Whether it's over Compton or fucking Italy, I think it's going to be the same. So, nah, I'll pass. I bet you that shit's probably like a million dollars for a ticket and shit. Um, I'm good on that shit. There's no fucking way I can do it. Um, I don't know if you guys, I, I got a real, I, I got to show this. Uh, if you haven't seen the latest fucking, I, please, who is this? Who is that? Who the fuck is that? That's little Kim, okay? That's little Kim, and I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. She turned into basically a combination between, like, I I don't even know what the fuck that is. I got to be real 100 and keeping 100 with you. I don't know what the fuck that is. Is that Ewok? Is it a mixture of Bushwick Bill and Sammy Sosa? Um, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, it looks like a combination between Sammy Sosa and Ewok. Um, you know, Sammy Sosa, look at that motherfucker. He don't look much different, uh, than, than Lil' Kim now. I mean, these are some weird motherfuckers. How do you lose total... How do you lose just total, uh, how do you lose total faith in yourself and you do that? How do you do that to yourself? I, I, I don't get it. I mean, that looks like hammered dog shit. And you know how bad hammered dog shit looks? Hammered dog shit is very bad. You had to have lost yourself, um, you had to just lost, you, you, people that do that crazy shit, man, loses their, Self-worth, I guess. I, I don't know. I, it just blows my mind. Um, just Lane Maxwell, Epstein's girlfriend, got sentenced to 20 years. Currently on suicide watch, if you haven't heard that shit. Facebook and Instagram takes down posts about abortion pills. Um, I don't know if you heard that. Texas, abortions are back on in Texas. Did you hear the news? They have said, you know what? Abortions are back on. We can we can abort again. So they're doing it in Texas immediately um, since the Roe vs. Wade hearing. Um, the U.S. accused China companies of supporting Russia. That is not good news to me. I think we're going to have World War III eventually. You know, if you listen to Nostradamus, the fucking great predictor of nothing, because I don't believe he predicted fucking anything correctly. But anyway... That motherfucker said the World War Three is going to be between the fucking dragon and the bear against the eagle. Well, we're the eagle. The bear's Russia. The dragon's China. So it looks like Nostradamus may be fucking correct for once. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if you've heard about the girl trying to groom kids for a hormone replacement. Have you seen that shit? I'm going to show it later on. It's fucking sickening. Um... 45 people found dead in the back of a truck. Just straight up heat exhaustion. Heat, you know, just died in the truck. Immigrants. uh, Migrant workers, basically. Migrant workers coming over from, shipping them back and forth from the border. 
Baker Mayfield says him and Cleveland are done. There's no reconciliation possible. So there's no reconciliation. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. We'll see what happens. I think Baker's fucked. I don't believe he's going to have a home to go to. I think Cleveland's going to be his only spot. That's personally, that's what I think. We'll see what happens. Um, How ironic, though, that Epstein's girl's on suicide watch. I think that Epstein's bitch will be on Epstein Island with Epstein in a matter of months. Quiet is kept. And, uh, and nobody will know what's up. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens. Um... So, you know, this show's packed. I got jam-packed show, though. I got a couple players. Uh, you know, Slim, we call him Slim. Um, Delrick Abrams. Great stories to tell about him. What a great kid. Uh, Louisiana kid, born and bred. Um, brought him to Indy. Did great things. Went to University of Colorado. Joshua Avery is a story uh, that's like no other. It's going to be a very, very entertaining story, I think, that you guys will like. Um, I don't believe you'll, you will believe what happened to him. A lot of people don't know the story. So I'm going to talk about that story and share it. Um, here in about nine minutes when, when, uh, Josh joins the show. Um, but you know, very interesting stories. Got a lot to discuss. We're going to get to a lot of different things on the show. Um, Um, so we got a lot to discuss. I'm going to talk about my top five barbecue cookout meals real quick before we get started. I got my top five barbecue. My company wants me to promote that. They're going to blow it up for the 4th of July. So I got to talk about my top five dead or alive top five barbecue meals that I like to cook. Now out here on the West coast, contrary to belief, we call barbecuing either queuing or barbecuing or we're just going to queue something up, right? Um, I just wanted to let you know. The Midwest, South, and East Coast, I believe you guys call it cookout. I never got that meaning. I don't know what the fuck cookout means. It's a barbecue. So you guys call it cookout, whatever. I'm going to share with you my top five barbecue, smoker, uh, grilling meals that I like. All right. So starting off number five, I take a cedar plank and I, I, I wet it. I get it wet and I shake it out and I put honey all over the plank and I season my salmon with skin on. And I put the salmon on that bitch after I throw the honey on it. I'll season it up and put a little olive oil over it. I'll honey up the salmon. I'll season that salmon up, usually Cajun style. And then I'm going to barbecue that plank um, for about 10 minutes uh, each side. We'll get it nice and uh, going. And then at the very end for two minutes, I'm going to take it off the plank and I'm going to slap it right on the grill two ways, get the nice grill lines. I love me some uh, cedar planked honey salmon. Um, 
it is some good shit. If you don't know what it is, you don't know what it is. So that's just what it is. Number four, I like to smoke a turkey. If you haven't smoked a turkey in your life, you need to go do it. Um, it is one of the greatest tasting turkeys you will have. I also deep fry my turkeys, but I actually love to smoke them right on my smoker. I will smoke a turkey, and uh, it is a gorgeous thing. It is a gorgeous thing. Like, I'm just telling you, at this age, food, and especially good food, is more important to me than pussy. Now, that's just what it is, right? Now, it might be some good pussy out there. I get it and all that, but... Um, you got to do some shit. You got to do some things to get me away from some smoked turkey. Barbecue brisket. Now, I smoke brisket as well, but I like to barbecue brisket. I like to get the barbecue brisket. I get the, I get the burnt edges. Um, very, very, very bomb. I like to do that. Um, so if you haven't ever had a barbecue brisket, you should try one. They're very, very good. Moisture, I, I, I marinate it overnight, get it real soaking wet. That's what he said. And then number two, um, a lot of you, if you don't know, if you've never done this, all right, there's a various ver variety of ways you can do this. But I make a Caribbean jerk wing. I make a Caribbean, a Caribbean jerk sauce. I make a Caribbean jerk seasoning. And I use that, and I, I make some, I get some big old jumbo wings, and I'll barbecue those wings on the top layer of the grill, low heat, until they're almost got a little bit of burn on the wing, and then I'll take them off, I'll dip them in the marinade that I have, and voila, oh, they're the best. Barbecue Caribbean wings, whoo, fire, fire, fire. And then I do a special rib a lot of people don't know how to do. And what I do with the rib is, um, what I do with the rib is, I take my brown sugar Cajun ribs. I make a brown sugar and Cajun marinade, and I make a brown sugar carinade, uh, brown sugar um, seasoning salt, and I make them. And then I boil the ribs for about 20 minutes, get them where they're white meat. Then I get some foil. I throw in all the marinade, all the seasoning. I douse those ribs. I put it, I, I do not cover them in the ribs. Covering ribs and foil kind of dries them out. I just lay them on the, on the foil and then I will put them in either the smoker or I'll barbecue them. I do it both ways. Those ribs come out, peel them off the bone. I cook them at about 225 for about three hours after they're boiled already. So you don't need it. They're not cooked long. Uh, two, two and a half hours, depending on your, on your heat. Um, but usually three hours, uh, they're unbelievable. And... I can do it another way, too, where I smoke them for about an hour and a half. I take them off after I boil them, and then I throw them in the bake in the oven, and I bake them for another 45 minutes at about 375, and they are fire. They are fire. Uh, Jeremiah, I got my guys working on the mods, and they're blocking folks for me, so they're doing their job on that end. They're doing a good job. They already blocked J. Michael's 30th account, so shout out to that. Um uh, 
Justin LaCase, good shit, what up? Um, let me see. So, yeah, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of things, um, a lot of things going on, uh, on this Talk That Talk Tuesday. So, yeah, dog, see, you, you, you gotta, uh, you gotta you gotta teach them, you gotta teach them that you gotta teach them, dog. Because if they don't it's whispering sweet nothings in their ear, teaching them how to be fucking members, they're gonna continue to abuse the privilege because they're lazy fucks. So I'm just telling you, that's how it works, you know. So, uh, yeah, dog. We're gonna do. We got. Uh, Oh, I got you saying. Hey, uh, Christian, I need you to un- undo the members only, man. Two of my former players aren't members because they're honorary members. So you either need to make them moderators like Jeremiah's saying or un- unblock the chat because Alan and TJ got blocked out. So if you're listening. Um, um, so I, sorry, sorry about that. Um, so that's a good point, um, Jeremiah. So my guys will fix it. They'll get it going. Get Alan and TJ back in. We can make Alan and TJ moderators. They can also be in the chat or we just have to unblock it. You can just use subscribers only, I guess. Um, I don't know. But anyway, um, Alan, TJ, you back in here? I don't know if they're subscribers either. Shit. Are Alan and TJ subscribers? Because I don't know if they are. If they're not, Christian, you're going to have to just unlock the whole thing and we'll just live with it until we figure out what to do with Alan and TJ. But I need Alan and TJ in here. Alan's in here. Okay, cool. Um, without further ado, I'm going to bring in my boat, my main man, um, Josh Avery. And we have a great story to tell. So uh, welcome in uh, Joshua Avery to the show. Josh, what up? What's up, Coach Jerome? Man, you good, man? Yes, sir. How you been, brother? Long time no see, man. I, I've been following you, of course, and it's been good to see you, man. Balling out. Yeah, it's been a minute, but yeah, everything good so far. Yeah, good. Where you at right now, Nashville? Oh, yes, sir. I'm back in. I'm back home. Good deal. Good deal. Allen, Allen's in the chat, man. Uh, remember Allen, the play quarterback with quarterback. Him? Yeah, yeah. He always say what's up, <laughs> so you know he he's always hitting you up, hitting uh, talking about everybody. So I had Rakeem on the other day, and I had uh, I've had CJ on. I've had a lot of people, a lot of former guys on. So uh, getting this show wrenched up, man. Getting it going. So uh, man, so I told a lot of these people, man, in this this deal we got going that a lot of people don't know um, because you know everyone only knows the guys that were on this fucking Netflix and all that old shit, but a lot of people yeah. don't know the real stories about the show and a lot of the things and. Um, I try to tell people, I said, man, a lot of you guys don't know about this story about about Josh Avery. A lot of you guys uh, probably don't know. And I said, it's very interesting. But um, so look, what 
I kind of wanted to just talk about you. I said I, I told people today uh, that don't know. I said, man, I think the Josh Avery story is going to be the best one yet. And they're like, what? Who? We don't even know Josh Avery. I go, yeah, you don't. You don't need to know, and he don't care either. I said, I said, but the bottom line is, there's a story to tell that no one knows, and it'll only make uh, I think your story even better for a lot of folks that don't know, but. Um, so let let everyone know your story. So you, so for, I'll tell everybody first. So when I took the job at Indy, basically in 2016, uh, Josh was on the team and he was already there, and he was there when the team was not very good, and they were you know we basically started over. And yeah, he even laughed. Not even good wasn't even a, a point, but we created a new culture there. And Josh was instantly a kid that gra- I gravitated to because I saw him and had I knew he had a, a uh, high character, good heart, and I knew Josh was a good dude, worked his ass off over just the winter. And I was like, damn, great-looking kid, freak-of-nature-looking dude. And, and I was like, okay, there's a great guy that we could build on. How, how has this place been so bad? Well, um, we figured that all out later on how why they were bad, but anyway, I wanted Josh to be one of the one of the players that stayed. Right, I wanted Josh to be one of the guys that stayed, and uh, well, the rule changed that year. So we had a rule change in the league that only allowed twenty out of staters to make our roster, which a lot of folks don't get. So we were hamstrung with the twenty out of state limit, and me coming in being gung ho trying to turn the program around right away because that's what I do when I take JUCO jobs. Um, Josh became a num. It became a uh, basically a, a a numbers game. Come down to okay, we can only have this many guys on the roster. This many guys can travel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And Josh was busting his butt, doing everything we were asking him to do. And when it came down to D linemen, which Josh plays, um, we were we were very we had very minimal numbers that we could take. For out-of-staters, and we have to have an out-of-state quarterback, got to have an out-of-state running back, got to have an out-of-state linebacker, wide out, O-line. It was very hard to pick those numbers. And so I don't know if I'm, I could be more proud of any human being uh, that I've ever coached or seen other than Josh because of what he's done and basically, you know, said, hey, coach, fuck you and everyone that doubted me. I'm going to go do my thing. And I know he would never say that, but I'm just glad he did say that in his in his uh, results because at the end of the day, the 20 out-of-state limit killed kids, in my opinion. It hurt them. And unfortunately, the year after Josh left, uh, they lifted that rule, and we became unlimited out-of-state. And so um, how was all that, man? How, how what? How'd that lay on you? Like, what? How'd you take all that? Because I know you came in to me and was like, you know what, Coach? Because uh, I, I I came to you, Josh, and I was like, hey, man, you're a hell of a dude, hell of a player, hell of a kid. I want to get you here. I can get you a scholar if you stay. If not, I can help you go somewhere else. And you, and you said, no, I'm gonna stay and and uh, bust this these these starters' asses. And and uh, I said, I'll I'll get you a scholar. And that's what happened. You got a scholar just from playing and practicing it and uh, hard and doing well in class, graduating. How did that lay on you, though? Did that motivate you? Man, it went smooth. Like, I wasn't sure how the process was going to go, but it went smooth, and I was thankful for it. I mean, I got a chance to be at a D1 school and graduate, so that was the main goal. So you did your part, and I did mine. No, nah, hey, hey, man, a lot of kids don't think that way, especially when you're young and, you're, you know, you're trying to – you know, a lot of people are so – 
caught up in peer pressure. They want to be like their homies because the one homie went to Alabama or the one homie went to mm -hmm. Auburn and you were never that way. You were all about yourself. You were going to make a right at the stop sign. You weren't going to follow everybody to the left. And I was really good friends with uh, the, the staff that uh, Josh went to, uh, Coach Took, and uh, went over to SEMO, Southeast Missouri State, um, and, uh, you know, did did so well there. I was getting calls from everybody like, man, you know, Josh Avery, man, we, you know, it's crazy. And trust me, Josh, I got hated on because, you know, that's how it goes. Oh, man, you, you, Josh didn't play for you, and he got, he's in the league? And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm glad he's in the league. I said, shit. I said, you don't realize the rules. I said, people don't realize, Josh, you don't know. Do you remember uh, before we, we were at Indy, there was a kid that played at Coffeyville, uh, wide receiver, played for the Arizona Cardinals, played for Tampa Bay, played for the Ravens, John Brown. He played at Coffeyville. He did not play a down at Coffeyville. He didn't make the roster. And yeah. he went to Pitt State, D2, right there in Kansas. And uh, he's in the, he's been in the league ever since. And so there's stories like that out there. People don't realize that out-of-state limit rule screwed a lot of kids because there's only so many positions you can do. Like, of course, we knew you were a player. We knew you were a dude. But you, you, uh, you're a victim of this damn cut line, and it sucked. And you go out and, mo and use it as motivation, man, and ball out at SEMO. And then uh, Seahawks pick you up. And tell that story. Um, yeah, I got, I went undrafted to the Seahawks and it went smooth. Everything was going good, but they had to make roster cuts because the COVID too. So I ended up getting released from there. Uh, Who picked you up after that? Um, I ended up doing a spring league. Okay, that's right. Then, that's right. That's right. And, and then that went good. Um, and then I had to work out with the Packers. Okay. And shit, I, I think that's probably the best experience I had so far. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, from coaching standpoint and then like older players from them safeties to the D line, everybody's helpful. Like really? it's a, over in, yeah, in, Pitt, in, in, uh, in uh, Green Bay. Yeah. In Green Bay. And then, uh, so that, then that didn't work. And then what USFL came calling. Um, I did like a, a couple of weeks in in Carolina and then that was brief because I was like filling in for somebody that was injured but uh okay I did the USFL um I got drafted first round so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Houston liked, right something Houston uh yeah Houston Gamblers and then you did you end up there mm -hmm. oh you end up playing there the whole time yeah coach Sumlin yeah. Hey, hey. so look, I talked to Coach Sumlin, I don't know, about 10 times about you because he was asking me about you, and then he was asking me about uh, who was else Who else was there with you. Was it Draquan Brown was there with you? Draquan there too. Yep, yep, Draquan. And he has asked me about you guys, and I was like, look, man, Josh is the salt of the earth, quiet, big old kid who can run and freaking nature, strong as shit. I said, he's going to make your team better just in the locker room alone. And so, uh, you know, uh, Kevin, Coach Sumlin, you know, appreciated it. I've been cool with him for a long, long time. So, um, said Draquan just followed me back on Twitter the other day, so I just saw him again. I ain't talked to Draquan <laughs> since I had to suspend his ass. So, you know, um, you know how that shit goes. So, people, there's yeah. so many stories out there that they don't show, Josh. You know how that shit goes, man. So, um, 
that shit has been crazy. So how's the USFL journey? So what's going to happen next? What's your are you are you gonna are you going back? Because USFL I saw yesterday got picked up again by Fox, so they will have a season number two, which is kudos Hello. to them. Shout out to the USFL. That's another opportunity for youngsters to have a shot. Um, but the XFL is coming down the pipe. It's going to open up this spring coming up. Are you interested in that? Are you got any leads on the on the NFL or what's going on with that? Uh, right now, we're just taking a day at a time and see what happens. Uh, you got an agent? Yeah, I got an agent. Uh, he usually, he keep me updated with everything that's going on, but right now, I'm just trying to take everything one day at a time. Uh, the USFL, is, it was good to me, so I'm going to be good to them, loyal to them. Now, they told you, are they going to do the same bubble thing again, or are they going to play in... Back to you're gonna play normally like like you would travel and shit because I know you guys were in Birmingham the whole time. Um, that had to be kind of I don't know, kind of got boring, didn't it? Mm, it was, but it was a good setup. Was um, it? Everything was pretty balanced out. Uh, probably the first couple of weeks was rough because everybody was trying to get used to the schedule. But yeah, yeah. once everybody got there. It was it was going smooth. What's the talent level like? How do you compare the talent level? Like as far as is it like a is it like a Division One transfer portal uh, talent compared to like an NFL or is it is it is it like you know it's equal because everyone had a shot. A lot of guys had a shot in the NFL like yourself came back to play or they either went to the CFL or the or USFL. Is it was it competitive or was it you were like man I had more competition than JUCO sometimes how 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 was it was um, it hit and miss? Yeah, pretty much hit and miss, but it's competitive because we all competing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got a certain goal to get to. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think nobody was like slacking off really, but yeah. Uh, I yeah. from what the games I saw, you guys played hard. Like guys were playing hard. I was like shit, they're playing harder than NFL guys that already you know got these big contracts. I thought you guys were playing. It looked like. It looked like a brand of football that was hungry. That I, I was like, shit, they out here smacking sometimes. I was like, I was happy. Yeah, they let, they let, they let you hit. <laughs> Man, I see that. I see that. I was like, shit, good. No flags for hitting and shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, no, I liked it. I liked it. How's the O-line play? Like, so did you did you play inside all the time? On, or did they have you at, like, at five tech at DN? Um, not really too much out there, but. All inside? Three in, yeah, about three and a one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Was it uh? Did you go against guys you knew, or did you uh? They were all new bodies, and, and you were like, "Man, I'm a wreck shop." Um, uh, Keith was uh Keith actually out yeah, there too. Yeah, Keith. Keith's gonna be on the show Friday. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be on the show Friday. Uh, yeah, but he was out there. It was some more people. Derek. Derek. Uh, Derek's gonna be on after you today. The- Derek's coming on the show in an, in an hour. He's gonna come on the show. He's at the airport because his flight got delayed. So we're gonna talk uh, to him next. But I know he was with the Tampa team, right? Yeah. Um, Chris, he with the Stars. He's a wide receiver that I play with, like since we was little, and uh, we played in the same conference. Really? In college, yeah. Um, a friend of mine, he just got there not too long ago. Um, we was in Seattle together. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I thought Emmett, Emmett Gooden had a shot, but he's over in Italy or something like that or somewhere crazy. I don't know where he's at. Um, oh, damn. I ain't know that. Yeah. Did you, have, you, uh, have you talked to any of the guys? I know you were leaving when those, a lot of those guys were coming in, but Jermaine, they got picked first round. You got Calvin Jackson, who's with the Jets right now. Did you, have, you, uh, have you talked to any of those guys at all that you knew still or no? 
Uh, Calvin, I think I talked to him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, he signed a deal with the that. Jets. Yeah, that's good. They got him a wallet. Yeah, hell yeah. Coy Dang signed with the Falcons. Um, he came after you. Um, our outside backer went to Cal. Um, Rakeem last year went to the Lions, obviously, and then he got he got cut, he got injured. So he he was on the show last Friday. Um, How you doing? Everything good with him? He good, man. He doing good. He's out in Houston working out, getting ready to go. Hopefully, getting an invite to uh, somebody's camp um, here in the summer. They bring in new bodies for the summer to see if a guy can make a practice squad or something. I, I know he can make it. I just hopefully he's uh, he's he's not injured and uh, he can go out there and ball like he did in, in the SEC at Arkansas. You know what I mean? Or like he did yeah, at sure. Indy with us. Shit. How how was tuking them at Simo, uh, man? You know the D coordinator, your your coach, man, Saya. He he, he oh, yeah, retired. He, left. he retired. Man, he should be in the NFL or something. He good coach, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you guys ran that fifty yeah. front too, huh? Odd front. Man, it's unbelievable plan for him. That's for good, real. man. He's a good dude. I've known him a long time. That's both him and Took, man. Took's a good. I've I've known Took forever, so that's why they were so gung ho on taking you. Let me ask you this: Did you play nose for them, or did you play four eye? Uh, nose, I play some three-take for him. Okay, got you. Yeah, I figured, I figured it'd be a bitch to stop you at nose. Um, yeah, that was, <laughs> you, was going to work you loved it, huh? Yeah, for real. You guys made yes. the playoffs, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You made the FCS playoffs? Yeah. Who'd you guys play? Jacksonville? Or no, Jacksonville's in your league, huh? Jacksonville uh, State? We played, played Stony Brook. Oh, yeah, Stony Brook. Damn, what's, uh, let's see, man. You played, uh, but your league was who? It was like Jacksonville State, uh, T- uh, TTU, Austin P, Austin uh, P, OVC. yeah, yeah, the OVC. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was good so far. No, nah, that was good, man. Uh, that was a good shot. That was a good deal. So, how, so Coach Carroll called me, man, about you, just like he did Jermaine, because they were talking about drafting Jermaine, obviously. And uh, I said, listen, because Pete Carroll's taken like three of my kids in the past, and I'm like, look, man, he is a. Uh, I said he's a strong as an ox. I said he's going to be hard to move. I said you'll never hear. He may not ever say one fucking word to you, and you'll never hear him talk. But I said that motherfucker might rip your face off. And he was like, man, I need that guy, Coach. So I'm glad they took you, man. I'm glad that you had a shot, at least had the experience to see, you know, a, a, a structured environment like that and everything. Was it was everything cool besides just numbers game, or or did you like – Seattle compared to like you said you like Green Bay obviously Green Bay stuck out to you. Um, what was the differences in those places? Uh, Green Bay colder. <laughs> Just cold. You were there in the cold sure. ass weather, huh? Uh, a little bit, um, but Seattle got some good weather though. Like where we was placed at. Yeah, we didn't mind. You didn't mind the rain and yeah. shit. I don't mind that. I just don't deal with the heat well. <laughs> so you don't like the heat. You don't like the cold. Nah, you don't no, mind the cold. I, no. You don't mind the cold. You was in fucking Indy forever. Shit. Yeah. You was in Indy. You didn't. That shit didn't matter. How long were you in Indy? So you were there two years before me. Yeah. Two years before me, and then uh, and then you went to Semo, and then the rest is history. So, shit, man, it's been a hell of a journey. You got to write a book. I need help with doing that, but yeah, hey, I, I got, hey, I got, I got to publish it. Use my damn book. We'll, we'll do a book together. Your story, man. I'm telling you, people don't realize that they all wanted to go after the famous folks, the kids that that, that had a story and all this. But I'm like, shit, 
That dude right there story now, looking back at it, is better than all of them. Your story, shit. Don't make your JUCO's team with me. Mind you, let me go back. He was a starter at the JUCO before I got there because there there was a... They were not that there was a bad program and he only could start on a bad team. Obviously, he went to the NFL. That ain't the fucking case. The bottom line is the program itself was in shambles. It was a very bad organized place. And so when Josh, when I got there, we started gutting the place. And Josh became a victim of uh, numbers. And it sucks in, this, in that league. And then the year after he leaves, ironically, it turns into no limit on, out of stater. So Josh would have balled out the, a year before on the team. And probably, who knows, could have went to Alabama or somewhere big. And he ends up going to SEMO, though. Shit works out. He goes there and balls out. And so um, that's that's what people don't know. The story is, is, is a good one for you, man. Like, uh, shit. Also, with help, um, like, after playing at SEMO, I got invited to a bowl game. And oh, that senior I bowl think, thing? Um, the NFL PA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that helped a lot, too, because it was a – Hella coaches there, so yeah, yeah. I was thankful for that too. Wasn't it like Herm Edwards and them? It was a lot of coaches there. Yeah, like NFL, <laughs> right? Ridiculous. NFL guys. Yeah. Cause I think Jermaine played in that game too. A couple people did, so I, I know they played it this year though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, that was good too, man. You got a lot of shit, man. You went from you know, uh, you got a lot of tread on your tires now, man, and a hell of a journey. So it's it's good to see you. Uh, Good to see you making it work, man. Shit, I, that's, hey, you're getting a little yes, money sir, in your pocket. Get a little money, and you got kids or anything? Uh, yes, sir. I'm married now too. Are you? Oh yes, shit! Sir. Shout out! Shout out! I appreciate it. She, uh, she from home? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, got you. Now, where you staying? So you staying in uh, Nashville, like in the outskirts, or where at? Uh, yeah, pretty much the outskirts, but. The, I'm cool. I, I like Nashville, man. I like that. Eddie George, good friend of mine, he's out there coaching now at Tennessee State. So I come out there here and there. And uh, oh yeah, that ain't too far from the, from the house. Really? Yes, sir. That's like down the street. And the convention, the coaching conventions there are a lot. So I'm, I'm I've been down there shit for the for the national coaching convention. Fuck, like four times. So and it's not they have it at the you know the big uh the big uh what's that Perryman or what is it what is the not Perryman uh what's the big convention center. Um, downtown that they just finished building? Nah, the one that's been there, the famous one where the Major League Baseball has their their, their spring league uh, talks in there. I couldn't tell you. It's a big, <laughs> it's huge. It's a mall inside that motherfucker. Yeah, it's big as hell. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Hey, it's <laughs> nice as hell, man. It's, it's badass. I, I stay in there every time I go to the convention in Nashville. So it it's always been a, it's always been, I like Nashville, man. It's like, fuck, what is it? The fastest growing city in America or some shit? Yeah, I'm really trying to get up out of here. You're trying to get now. Now Cat's trying to leave because everyone's trying to go there, huh? Yeah, it's, it's like is it? Yeah, the Opryland. Oh, Opryland, yeah. Yeah, Opryland. Um, wait up. So, Cat's is bound is coming in there that heavy. You got to get the fuck out. It's, You're like, I'm out. It's too many people. Really? It's too many people. I don't like it at all. Hey, well, you better not ever come to fucking L.A., boy. Yo ass to be like out of there. Yeah, shit. You're coming for the Raiders. Are you coming for the Rams or the Chargers, though? Don't get it twisted. Man, if they offer, I'm going, but she won't see me out much. You like that? I know, man. Josh has always been a reserve cat, man. He sticks to his own and shit. Gets his grind on, works his ass off, and, and shit. You're the, you're, the, you're, the, you're the type of guy that makes it happen, man. Shit, that's the good thing about it. A lot of, a lot of guys ain't like you, man. So it was, on, it was an honor, man, and privilege to, 
to coach you up and have you for the for the time I had you, man. I wish it would have been longer, but uh, I appreciate it. Hope you got something out of it, man, and 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 get a chance to keep going and balling out. Hope your baby's over. How many kids you got? Two. Two. Derek yes, had sir. a kid too. Derek just had uh, his, and uh, he was on a game. You guys were playing. I think I don't know. He walked off the field with his baby after a game, so I I, I got to see that. But uh, how long have you been married now? We just had a year anniversary. Oh, okay, congrats, congrats. Um, yes, somebody in the chat wanted to know if. Uh, yeah, they said he's. They asked if you were on the Panthers, and uh, and I and and yeah, I said yeah. He he said it earlier. So I, I do a I do a segment, um, Josh, on the show where I like I have cats that that can call in um, and ask a question. So if somebody wants to, oh, yeah. I, I I'll let them call in and ask a question. But if not, um, we're just chilling, man. I'm, I'm glad to see you well, man, and shit. And, and so what are you doing? Are you just working out with your agent and trainer, or are you just working out on your own, or what? Um, same, well, I'm gonna go back and probably like after, after vacation, really. So it's like next week after vacation, I probably go back to where I was doing my pro day training. Oh, really? Where at? There. Uh, and Boost in Nashville. Oh, okay. I got you. And then, uh, you so you'll go back there and do all your, and start working out again with everybody and then, uh, get ready to go for, uh, whoever calls. Yes, sir. So is the USFL contract year to year or what's the deal on that? I believe it's year to year. So are you so did you have exit meetings with them? Um no, but me me and a D line coach, we still talk. Okay. We're good. I got you. So so they, they so basically it's up to agents and their organization to to bring you back in for in the spring next year. Right. Have you talked to the XFL at all? Mm but heard good things about it, so Really? So Another opportunity. I don't know, you know, The Rock owns it, all that stuff. So you know how that goes. So if uh, we'll see, we're hearing that he's got all these big TV contracts. So the XFL may be the next thing. I don't know. Um, but we'll see, man. I, I'm glad the USFL made it um, and gets another year. This is like shit. You know, the Spring League didn't make it. The AAF didn't make it. Uh, all these different leagues, they don't make it, man. It's 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 hard to compete when you got the NFL swallowing all that shit up. Um, it, it's hard. Everybody man. can't play there though. Everybody can't get there. Yeah, man. You right. You know what I mean? It's right. You're right. Let me ask you this. I got a, one a guy asked a question earlier. Do you? What is your? What would you tell these haters out here who ask a question like? I, why would I want to watch the USFL? They're just eighth-string NFL players who got cut. What would your answer be to that? <laughs> Man, I'd say it's some bitter-ass people that didn't get a chance to play. Like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so you're not. You're, so you don't agree that they're eighth-round. You don't think they're all eighth-string uh, players that got cut. You think no. they're just players on the fringe who didn't make a roster. And this is an opportunity. Yeah, and it's like politics in it too because there's some players that I've oh, seen no doubt. that can definitely ball. Like safety for the generals. Uh, like Samoan dude, he'll probably come down and smack you. <laughs> like for real. Regardless, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You don't care about no side, none of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's a lot. A lot of these cats out here, though, that just talk and don't know anything about the game, Josh. You know, I, I see them every day on Twitter, of course. But a lot of them don't realize there's a lot of politics in this professional business that'll keep you out of a, out of a, off a roster 
that a lot of folks won't explain that or tell you because the media don't know. They don't know anyway. So it was like shit. And if everyone if everyone could do it, they would, right? It went, they'd all have the winning lotto numbers like I used to tell y'all. Like shit. Right. We'd all be rich if it was fucking easy. But they don't get it, man. There's a lot of politics to that shit. And a lot of politics in the professional business like football, NFL and, and all this shit will deter you from your, you know, it'll take away some love and passion up for the game because it did for me. I was like, man, I'm done. I knew I'm better than this dude. He made the roster. I got cut. But knowing I'm better, knowing I, I did better every day, it is what it is, though. And yeah. people don't know, Josh, like you may have been cut from the Seahawks because they had a D tackle that you thought you were better than, but they already had paid him two years worth of salary and their GM cannot cut him for the simple fact that they've just given away $4 million because they've already had him on the roster. Even though, Josh, you ripped his ass and were better. That's, I was a victim of that. I, I know a lot of victims in that scenario. And it's a business at the end of the day. And if the GMs end up doing those type of things, they get fired. And you know how it is, man. Shit rolls downhill. And uh, it's yep. unfortunate. <laughs> hey, you know how it is. We're... We're fucking victims of circumstance. We're sometimes sacrificial lamb, you know what I mean? But I got to roll with the punches. You got to roll with it, man. And that's why you've always had a hell of a uh, you always had a hell of a uh, attitude, man, and positive outlook, man. So I know you're going to make it regardless of what it is. Um, do you play? Did you play with Julian Allen? Um, he's a. I guess he's from Jersey. I don't know. Someone in the chat the said you played with Julian Allen. In? What is he? The tight end? I don't know. Matthew, is he a tight end? Um, I'm not sure. Truly. I don't know who he who he is, but um he said he thinks he played with him. Was he in um Houston? Was he with the Houston team? Yeah. Yeah. The tight end? Yeah. Might have been, maybe. I don't know. Um well, shit, man. That's good chopping chopping it up with you and seeing you, man. I'm glad you're well. The, the wife's well. The kids are well. I'm glad all that. How old are the babies? Uh, ben, eight, and the Colin is two. Well, he's going to be two in August. Because you had a baby at Indy. <laughs> no? no? You didn't have a baby at Indy? No, no. I don't mean you having it in, in, in your hand, but I thought you had a baby like you had one, no? No, sir. Damn, it ain't been eight years, boy. You haven't had a baby. <laughs> When'd you have uh, a baby? In sixteen? No, just the, just the guy. Like my wife had a son. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes, I was about sir. to say, dog. Fuck, we ain't no math majors, homie. But <laughs> it ain't been eight fucking years. Somewhere you had a baby. Um, yes, nah. Sir. Oh, I got you. So your wife had a son. I got you. I got you. Hey, man. That's. That don't shock me at all, brother. You a good dude, man. I appreciate everything you did. Yeah, they said that's the kid. He played tight end and played at Southern Miss. Yeah. Josh Allen or something. Um, or Julian Allen. Yeah. Um, hey, man, kudos to you, man. I, I wish you the best. You know, if any, if you ever need shit from me, man, let me know. And I got, you know, I'll do anything I can for you. Um, I'll also reach out to a couple NFL buddies of mine that coach and see if they can reach up to their GMs and, 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 and see who needs D-tackle. D-tackles are a fucking pri premium. Everyone needs you. So, um, it's all about the fit. You know how that is. It's all about the fit and see what uh what comes of it, man. But, you know, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm I'm so damn happy to see you balling and continuing to chase that dream, man. And uh, you got to write a book, dog. We got to get a book to deal with your ass. 
You got a hell of a story. People, people, find, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to blow this show up and you're going to get this damn, I'm going to get this out there and people are going to be like, damn, Josh Avery, that motherfucker is a, a, a pro bowler and he didn't fucking play. All right. You're going to see the story. But, uh, Hey, man, it was good seeing you, Josh. Allen, everybody says what's up. And, uh, hey, man, we'll talk again and have to do this again one time. Yes, sir. All right, Josh, holler at you later. Peace. Uh, Josh, great kid, man. Great, great kid right there. Uh, You know, did a hell of a job for me. He was always positive, man. As you can tell, the type of kid he is, man. Um, See, a lot of people don't talk. I'm not here to... Fucking, uh, I'm not going to sit here and pat myself on the back, but I cut shit birds and I fucking helped good dudes. <laughs> That's what it is, period. And I'm going to have some dudes on this show that I had to motherfuck and it turned them into great dudes. I'm going to have those guys on this show as well. But those are the guys that get it and want to do it. And they don't, you don't have to motivate them. They have self-motivation. And a lot of cats don't get that shit. But if you look at my kids that you've seen me talk to, and then if you go look at the fucking East Mississippi kids, and you see the relationship between their coach and their players and what happens to those kids after they leave, go look it up, dog. Compare the two. That's all I'm saying. Go compare the motherfuckers. Unfortunately, some of them go to jail for life. Some of them fucking get kicked out of four years. These motherfuckers are who the guys I want to coach up. And that's who I will coach up. And that's the difference. Or I'm going to turn you into this guy you just saw in Josh Avery. So, man, listen. It's unfortunate. It is what it is. It's a fucked up world we're in. Um, But at the end of the day, hey, I ain't coaching for whatever reason, right? Fucking... Politics and the Netflix to pick whatever the fuck it is, right? Um, the bottom line is, I don't give a fuck as long as that type of dude is out there floating around, getting it in, getting it, doing his job and doing it the right way. Man, motherfucker has a kids, fucking wife, raising his family the right way. That dude's salt to the earth. I'm just telling you. You can tell the difference between a motherfucker with character and high character and a motherfucking shitbird basically as soon as you saw his face. And if you don't, then you're just not a fucking very good at it and uh, you should probably be working at fucking JCPenney Warehouse. Um, in about 30 minutes, we'll have Delrick Abram join the show. And uh, we got a lot to discuss here, man, on the, this Talk That Talk Tuesday. Brought to you by... BlueChew.com, and if you don't know, now you know. And I want to make sure that I you understand there is a uh, there's an 83 year old out there um, who just had a kid with a 35 year old. Okay, please understand, an 83 year old just had a kid with a 35 year old. It made news. You know why? Because of this right here. Proud sponsor of the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast is Blue Chew. Head on over to bluechew.com. Being intimate with your partner should be the best part of your day. When you get to have it, don't let whatever happened during your day get in your head and ruin the fun. The chewables from bluechew.com can make your day a better one. 
It'll make sure you're able to perform at your best when you get the opportunity to have fun. Every man wants a winning team, front row seats to the big game, and a partner to heat things up in the bedroom. Blue Chew can help with the last one. Make sure you head on over. Don't be a slapdick. Get you some Blue Chew. Use it today. You don't want to be laughed at in the bed, gentlemen. And your ladies don't want to go chase somebody else down because you can't get it up. Head on over to Bluetooth.com. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell them that I sent you. Get you $5 off shipping using the promo code BELIEVE. And you can receive your first month free. Bluetooth.com. Tell them I sent you. Peace. 83-year-old motherfucker, dog, Alan. 83-year-old motherfucker just popped the Bluetooth. Motherfucker piped down a 35-year-old, homie. Hey. Shit. Hey, Bluetooth's a motherfucker, dog. That shit'll, go, that shit'll take you from limp dick to slap dick in a motherfucking New York minute. Go check it out. Uh, come on, Alan. You're way too young for that shit. If you need Bluetooth, dog, we got problems. We got fucking problems, Houston. Uh, Josh, man. It's good seeing Josh. Alan, you remember Josh Allen? Uh, I know you remember him, but I'm saying, you remember how fucking, he was quiet like that his whole time. He, you couldn't get out, you couldn't get Josh to talk. Like, it, it, it didn't even make sense. I was like, God damn, you're a good ass kid. Um, I wish we had more motherfuckers that would, wouldn't talk like him. Um, and just fucking showed up and was humble and worked and fucking, fucking, yes sir, no sir, let's get after it. Shit. That's all the motherfucker did. Um, that's all he did every day. And it was, it, it was a shitty deal. Shitty deal. Um, yeah, you only see him at practice, man. It was a shitty deal, man, because he was a victim of this numbers game that we had in Kansas and later on deemed racist. And we ended up getting an uh, unlimited roster decision and we ended up having an unlimited roster of out of staters. Uh, Josh would have definitely played the year before, right? Um, we just had brought in some dudes and, and he was, uh, and he was a, uh, it was a big old freakish looking dude. He looks like a fucking dinosaur, man. I'm telling you, ask Alan, Alan, I'm a fucker put together now. And, uh, Hey man, he's just practicing against our starters. Our old, old line that year was all big time D one guys, NFL guys. Uh, one of them will be on the show Friday, Keith Williams. He'll be on this show Friday. Uh, this show is this week's action packed. Actually, I have Marcellus Wiley coming on Friday as well. Um, so Marcellus will join the show Fearless Friday this week. Uh, Keith Williams, former tackle, one of our left tackles at Indy, uh, he'll be on the show Friday as well. And then Delrick Abrams, uh, big tall, six three and a half, six four corner, played for me. Went to University of Colorado, two year starter there. Gets picked up and signed by the Atlanta Falcons. Two years there. Played a lot, actually, his second year. And then this year he played in the USFL in Tampa. And he'll be on the show here in about 20 minutes. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I want you to hear this. A 101-year-old Nazi camp guard was sentenced to five years in prison. You heard what I just said. This motherfucker's 101 years old. 
He was a Nazi camp guard. He was a guard. And he just got sentenced to five years in jail. Man. We got a lot of shit going on here. A lot of fucked up shit. But there's a lot of other countries still fucked up. Still got some fucked up countries out there. Put a 101 year old motherfucker, man. God damn. Um... Yeah, Brian, I, uh, I think I let the story of the show off. Uh, just leave Maxwell got 20 years. Uh, I, I think she'll be gone and, and, and on Epstein Island in a few months. They'll get her out. They'll break her out. You know, shit. They'll get her out. But she's apparently on suicide watch, ironically. Um, how ironic does that sound? I don't know. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Epstein, that motherfucker, man. It's crazy. Um, I'm gonna take a piss break, man. And let the dogs out. Give me a couple minutes, and uh, I'll be back here shortly. Give me about two minutes, and uh, we'll chop it up here in a minute. I'll let you see some the great Cash Daniel interview from the other day, and uh, I'll be right back. You think they're in good hands with the QB they got, huh? Oh man, definitely, man. I appreciate uh, appreciate you, man. But yeah, I think. I think Kentucky's in, in uh, good hands with Will Levis, man. I believe that's a prototypical style uh, pro quarterback, you know, with uh, Nick Scangarella coming in as the OC, a former OC of the NFL, having a guy like Liam Cohen last year, you know, introducing that new style of offense, which was one of the most exciting times to watch a Kentucky offense play. Uh, you know, no disrespect to anybody that was, you know, a part of the offenses before, but, you know, just being able to see Kentucky run the ball and then be able to throw the ball vertically downfield and be able to connect and, actually be a threat down the field for SEC defensive back groups. It's, you know, pretty exciting to watch him with a guy like Will Levis who's not afraid to throw it. The one thing I will say, you know, I mean, you look back at the guy's stats last year, you know, maybe had a, a couple interceptions more than what you wanted, but, you know, the guy's not afraid to throw it. And that's a guy I want back there at quarterback. I want a guy that's not afraid to try to fit that son bitch in there between double coverage because, hell, if it works, it's going to be a hell of a play for us. But if it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. we got a hell of a defense back there. Let's go stop him and get the ball back in his hands. So, you know, I believe in number seven. I believe in what Coach Stoops is doing, putting guys in position to, you know, either make those play calls like Coach uh, like Coach Scoge and, uh, you know, putting a guy back there like Will to be able to deliver it to these receivers. And so I'm looking forward to seeing the young receivers work too, man. We got a lot of work, uh, I think, cut out for the young receivers, but I believe they're in a great position to do some good things this year. Fuck, Ellsworth. Look what happened to Ellsworth. People think I called the best football player in America. And then there was a timeout. People don't talk about it. I tell the story all the time. I said, I, so I, I, this is a true story. Rakeem's going to tell you what it is. We played Ellsworth. We're backed up on the one-yard line, and we have to go. It's right before half. And I'm like, I'm like, well, we got to hand the rock, rock off, right? I got coaches in my ear. I got fucking Malik telling me this. I got all this. So I call a play. And we call timeout. And Rakim comes sideline, and Rakim was the way he is, just like he is right now. He like, he like, man, there's eleven motherfuckers at the line of scrimmage. You, you we got to go the other way or something. I go, son, just fucking run it, and you're gonna go through everybody. And what happened? That motherfucker took it ninety nine yards to the house, and the rest of the story is history. Rakim, this is something you don't know. At practice the next week, Alabama was there and was like. One of the coordinators, one of the coaches was like, man, that was a hell of a play call. I go, was it really? I know that's how I know you're a slapstick. I called a fucking inside zone play just to hand the ball and get out of the half. And the best player in football took the motherfucking 99 yard. Coaching is <laughs> overrated, Keem. 
Man, that man, like I said, man, I'm trying to get back right. Uh, you so know, you're not I, done. Uh, you're trying to get back in it. Yeah, facts. So uh, when yeah. I was in, um, good well, to hear. On, on pro day and shit, I was, I had got hurt on pro day, so that's what really messed me up. You know what I'm saying? And then the COVID, not having a combine, you know, I got invited to that. So shit, I, you know what I'm saying? It was a process. You got, you got into Detroit's camp, and then the injury, they just, the injury was too much to practice. Well, yeah, well, I, went, I practiced for a couple of days and I tried to plan on a, like on my outside, like a little cut. And I had like slipped. I, I knew something was wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I, uh, they kept me there for like a couple of days. I like more, but I had, I was up there for like three months. They kept me for a little minute. Yeah, I know. I knew you were. Until they said that, damn, we got to, you know, see, let them go rehab in Houston so that, you know, obviously pay for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And wave, you know, when you get wave, you know what I'm saying? That shit ain't like you just get released. They didn't just release night, just nah. you know. That's a cold world, a cold business. Yeah, it's just a business. You gotta you know your feelings can't be involved. So, you know, me understanding that, you know what I'm saying? And you know, the talent don't really be it, it don't so here's my top five fucking of all time. Tony Gonzalez is the premier tight end in my generation. Not only did we play against each other in high school, growing up together, his old his older brother was actually one of my JUCO tight ends. His name is Chris Gonzalez, by the way. Went to Huntington Beach High School, grew up right up the street. We played together in the we actually played each other in high school twice. Um, he also played basketball when I for his high school. We were obviously the number one team in the country in basketball. He was a great basketball player as well. Played at Cal Berkeley with Jason Kidd. Um, Tremaine folks, another good friend of mine. He was on that squad. Uh, Ed gray, another LA kid. That Cal team was great. I think they lost in the elite eight, uh, to Duke, I want to say, or North Carolina, but that, that Cal team was really good. Tony Gonzalez was a problem in college basketball. Could have played in the NBA. Uh, I don't think he would have ever had the same career. Obviously he would have just been a big bulky power forward in the, in the NBA. You know, he's six, six. Uh, probably could, you know, at that time. Um, but he was a great inline blocker. He was a great pass receiver and catcher. He always and also was. Uh, he did a lot of things that tight ends at that time were not willing to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, yo, yo, yo. All right, I'm back. Uh, apologize. Had to let the dogs out. Piss, you know. Woo. Um. Dustin Dahl, much shout out to you. Coming a member. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna take some calls real quick so uh we can break up the monotony. I'm gonna put it in the chat. Um if you guys want to call and have a shot at the trivia question, give me a shout real quick. I just posted it in the link. Um Hit me up. We can go for a trivia question. Nobody won yesterday, so I'll do one today and see what happens. See if you guys can get it. It is animal-related, mammal-related, animal-related, you know, wildlife-related. I'll just put it that way. It's something like that. You know what I mean? Take the dogs out, piss, pop a blue chew. Yes, sir, Aaron Easy. Shit, if I popped a blue chew, I'd be in this motherfucker elevated right now. Shit. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. 
Daniel Snyder, I'm going to talk about tomorrow, but yeah, I, I, that motherfucker, man. Money talks, man. Brad, you know that. Money talks. Motherfuckers, they come and go. The owners do not. Players come and go. The owners do not. do not. How many owners do you see really getting, really change? Like, how many owners do you really see change? Um, you know, owners stay the same, man. I mean, they're all good old boy network cats. That's what they do. Um, I don't know. I want to, I want to. He, he can dodge all the ones. I mean, look at all these motherfuckers, all these good old boys. So, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know. Shit. Um, Jeremiah, what up? You, you ready for this trivia? Hey. Yeah, hold on, coach. Let me get close to my Wi-Fi here so I'm not giving you shit. Um, um, to be a rich white guy, huh, coach? Dan Steiner. I mean, uber rich. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah. Billionaire. If that was you and me, if that was you and me, we'd be in cuffs fucking avoiding a subpoena. You got to be billionaires. From though. Congress, no less. You got to be billionaires, you know? Hey, Coach, I was going to tell you two things real quick production-wise to help you out. It'll be really helpful for, for slapdicks like me. Uh, you, you, you don't take very many breaks for as long as your show is. It's like three hours. You take like one break. I don't know how you fucking do it. I have to piss every 20 minutes. Uh, I don't even I don't even uh, need to really take a break ever really to be yeah. honest I don't yeah you're good I don't know how you do you do a good job coach I'm just telling you like if you drink water like you're supposed to be doing oh by the way I was hey hey coach I know you said you didn't meet your goal but you said you lost 25 pounds I'm right there with you I got down to uh I think I weighed in at like 209 this morning so damn Shout out. Uh, Brian's at work. What up, Brian? All right, look, Brian, here it is. I'll, I got to okay. get back to the show. I'm going to ask a question. Yeah. If, if Jeremiah gets it, um, he gets it. If you don't get it, then, uh, Brian, you got a shot at it, all right? So it's animal-related. Here it goes. Okay. Um, what is the loudest animal in the world? Oh, shit. I'm going to say, like, a whale. Which one? Uh, I'll say... Um, uh, I'll say the great, uh, the humpback whale. Nope. Brian, he's close. It's a blue whale. I'm going to go with the, the, the uh, blue whale. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Close. But hey, coach, I did get your uh, joke right. Go back in the chat and look. Did you? Yeah. 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 Go, go back in the chat oh, and look. Oh, shit. I, I, All right. All right. I got to check my, it out. All right. Yeah. My, my wife's in medicine, so I've heard that joke. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I figured. My mom's yeah. a doctor. That's where I got it. Hey, it's a sperm well. Go figure. Hey, it makes it makes sense. Every time he nuts, he probably fucking moans, right? <laughs> I think it's a so how they communicate over like distances with like they've found that they communicate with yeah. other whales. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Like, so. Don't go there. There's fucking people killing us. Go elsewhere. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of people, Brian says that it is the blue well. But if you go on and find, if you really go digging, they'll it'll, it, they'll uh, they'll show you that uh, the sperm well is indeed the loudest. Um, so now, nah, yeah, Google probably does say blue well, but you can't keep googling. Keep googling, you'll find that it says <laughs> sperm well. Uh, contrary to belief, Brian, sperm well is the loudest. I saw the blue well too. Trust me. Uh, Hey, I appreciate you guys calling in, man. I'm going to get back to the show. I got my boy calling in in a minute. 
Um, Lucy, Google, fuck me, Google. Oh, I can't, the Google shit, man. Holy shit. I can't do the Google. I can't do the Google no more. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to do the Google. Can't do it. Um, Mark C should have called in, dog. You should have called in. Um, I got this fucking. I just saw something fucking hilarious, man. I gotta show you real quick. Uh, before my boy Derek calls in, um, I want you to. I want to share this real quick. Do you see this shit right here? I guess you don't see it. Top 10 shooters of all time. Steph, Clay, Ray Allen, Reggie Bush, Kyle Korver, J.J. Reddick, over Larry Bird. Are you fucking shitting me? Holy fuck. See, I take, I go Larry Bird, number one. I go Larry Bird, number one. I go Steph two. I go Reggie Miller three. I go Clay Thompson four. I go Ray Allen five. I go Steve Kerr probably would be my sixth. I'd go Bernard King seven. I'd go uh, Craig Hodges eight. I would go uh, Kyle Korver nine. J.J. Reddick, there's no fucking way. J.J. Reddick, there's no way he should be in there. There's no fucking way. You got to be fucking shitting me. Dog, that shit is unbelievable. Unfucking believable. They have, it's this young generation, Wido. It's this young generation throwing in cats that they've only seen. They've never seen my generation of cats. So they're only commenting on cats they've seen. That's why I say the world and life is experience-based. And if you don't have the experience, you can't talk about multiple generations. Like, how is Chris Mullen not on that list? How is fucking Tim Hardaway not on that list? Like, those motherfuckers were shooters. How is Dirk not on that list over J.J. Reddick? Dirk Nowitzki would be on that list over J.J. Reddick, in my opinion. Duh, there's been so many. Mike Miller, I would even put on that list over fucking some of those guys. Man, it's the Google generation, dog. It's the Google fucking generation. That's what it is. It fucking makes no sense to me. I can't understand that shit. It blows my fucking mind, man. Blows my fucking mind. Um, I wanted to show you this video, man, but I'm so bad at this shit. I can't. I can't do it. Um, future possibilities for the show, though. Uh, well, what about what about Steph Curry's daddy, Dale Curry? That motherfucker was a lights out shooter as well. So. People don't want to talk about him. Dale Ellis is another one, no doubt. What about uh, what about my boy Rice and Mitch Richmond? Those two motherfuckers were f- butter shooters for a long, long time. I'd put fu- Robert Ory was only a clutch shooter, though. Robert Ory wasn't really a three point shooter like that. Uh, so you know, 
I don't know if I'd put Robert Ory as all-time, but Glenn Rice was a three-point shooter like that. So was Mitch Richmond. Um, yeah, Pedro Stoyakovich was. I don't know if he played long enough, you know what I'm saying, to where he gets that, he gets that, uh, where he'll get that love. I'm not sure. Dennis Scott, another one, Dennis Scott. Um, you know, had to had to do that. You know, there's a lot of guys, man. A lot of guys out there. Um, I think I heard that. Uh, I heard the Miami Heat assistant coach got the Utah State, or I mean Utah State, Utah Jazz job today. I don't know if that's true or not. I just heard that, um, so I'm trying to look that up and see. Um, but I have never even heard of this coach. Never heard of the coach. Again, all who we know. Who is now part owner of the Utah Jazz? Can anyone fucking enlighten me? I believe it's a guy named Dwayne Wade. And so Dwayne Wade is obviously a part owner of the fucking Utah Jazz. Obviously a legendary Miami Heat. Probably knows the assistant coach. And guess what happens? Boom. He's hired. So now the Miami Heat assistant, who nobody knows, is now the head coach for the Utah Jazz. I thought the Utah Jazz head coach was fucking fine. I thought it was just Utah fucking always it got somebody hurt, always hurt and injured, just like fucking Portland, just like fucking the Denver Nuggets. Those three Western Conference teams are stacked roster-wise, but none of them can fucking be on the court at the same time. Because we got a bitch-made cat society. We're in a bitch-made cat fucking era. These cats can't fucking play through injuries no more. And they sure, or they can't even play through being hurt. A little less playing through an injury. And you heard Cash Daniel talk about playing through an injury. No, these motherfuckers won't even play hurt no more. They won't even fucking play hurt no more. So, I wish the Lakers would have got Quinn Snyder. Shit. Uh, and Quinn Snyder could party too. Shit, that motherfucker Quinn Snyder used to party like we all had all kind of bitches at University of Minnesota or uh, Missouri. Shit, um, if you never seen those fucking pictures, that shit was comical. I used to love seeing that motherfucker. He used to be loaded in the club uh, over in uh, Missouri when he was the head coach in Missouri. Remember, he got cracked. He got fucking fined a few times. Uh, you, you would always find him loaded. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. I don't know how many, I don't know what, if he got caught with his wife or got caught uh, fucking drunk as shit. I know he got caught a few times. I know he paid, uh, I know he got a, a few, uh, I know he got a few people to fix his uh, his story. But look, this motherfucker used to be loaded. Look how loaded that motherfucker is right there. That was when he was the head coach in Missouri. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I I like Clint, Quinn Snyder though. Um, I don't know if he's the guy they're gonna. I don't know where where he'll land. You know, um, did I don't know if Charlotte did Charlotte did Charlotte fucking um, did Charlotte fucking hire D'Antoni? I mean, how does D'Antoni just keep getting gigs? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I do not understand that shit. I really don't. Um, I just want you to see little Kim some more. Because little Kim, she just looks like a mixture between Sammy Sosa, 
Danny DeVito, Ewok, and fucking Janet Jackson shrunk down and comes out looking like Michael Jackson, more like Freddie Jackson. Little Kim has been totally fucked. I don't know what the fuck that is. I guess it's a leprechaun, Lucy, like everyone's saying, but I just see so much more. I don't get it, man. I don't understand what the fuck she did. I don't understand what the fuck happened to her. Um, I, I don't get it, man. Little Kim used to be pretty decent looking, right? Like, I thought Little Kim used to be pretty decent. Like, shit. Remember she had the... She had that, uh, she had the famous picture, you know, everybody had that picture of her, of her monkey out, um, the one that she had the fat monkey on, you know, I mean, like, look at the, the little Kim used to be fire, she used to be cool, like, I don't understand, dog. like, what's up, what happened, what happened, what happened to you, what happened to you, look, she had a little fat monkey, little fat monkey showing, Nothing major. Everybody wanted to hit. Biggie. Everybody wanted to hit. I, I don't know. I mean, Tupac would be pissed. Tupac was more of a Faith Evans guy, you know, but I don't know what happened, dog. Like, I don't understand how you could go to... I, I don't get how you went from that to, to, to... From rags to riches. Like, it don't make no fucking sense. Like, how do you go from what we just saw to that shit? Like, what in the fuck is going on? Like, what is that right there? I, I don't understand. What is that? What is that? Um, what is that shit right there? I think, I mean, now I look at her and I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Um, I got to be real, man. She looks a little transy now, right? If she doesn't look like a trans... Is that not transgenderish? Transgender looking motherfucker? On the left, she looks crackish. On the right, she looks transish. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know where to take this anymore. I don't know what's going on. We're in a fucked up world. I don't know what we're doing. We're flying hotels around now, supposedly. Uh, I wouldn't get on that fucking plane if you paid me a million dollars. That's something I wouldn't get on a plane with. Um. Uh, Man, I don't know. Lucy, Texas, you guys are... Whew, you guys got all kind of shit going on. Uh, but uh, anyway, without further ado, I'm going to get back on. Uh, been waiting to see my main man for a while. And uh, we're on to the next guest. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier to have uh, my boy come on the show and, and represent. So please welcome my main man, Delrick Abrams, to the show. Delrick, what up? Hello, with the cold. What people. up, boy? Ugly, boy. Ugly. I love ugly, boy. God damn, man. I miss your ass. I miss your hey. ass. Hey, I can't even clown you no more. You grown man now. See what I'm saying? People oh. don't realize that shit changes. Were you at the airport? Hey, man, talk about fast. Hell, time's a thief, ain't it? Oh, yeah. Were you at the airport? Yeah, I'm still at the airport. So where are you going? I'm going to Colorado. Oh, you're going back to Colorado? Yeah. Is that is that so, Al, Alan's in the chat? He said, "What's up?" Tell him I said, "What's up?" Uh, so so we're, so you going to Colorado? You in Florida right now? Nah, I'm in um, Houston right now. Oh, you're in Houston. I got you. Yeah. So 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 where the fam at? 
Oh, uh, my mom them back in Louisiana. My son them in Colorado right now. Oh, okay. So I'm going. Okay. I'm going to get him for a week. Oh, okay. You know, Fourth of July, you know, celebrate with you know with my family, get back to work. So are you staying with him in Colorado, or are you going back to the house? Nah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go get him. Then I'm going back to the house. Oh, for the fourth with the family. Yeah, for the. Yeah, I got you. Family. Man, I saw I saw a video when you were playing this year. USFL, they, they had you on TV walking off with the baby on the on the on the, on the show. I saw it. I yeah. was like, man, look at my dude. Look at man, my dude. It's a, it's a proud moment, though. It's a proud Hell moment, yeah. You know? Hey, as it should be. Shit, you came a long-ass <laughs> way. Came a long-ass long way. way. I'm going to tell everybody we got a lot, about 100 people in the show. Appreciate everybody here. Hit the like button, subscribe. Delrick Abrams, man, uh, People, a lot of people know him as Slim. Um, he calls himself Slim. You know, he got that name, you know. Uh, <laughs> now, were you always named Slim, or did, was that an indie man. thing? Nah, I've always been going by Slim, but in middle school, my nickname, you won't be, you know, you'll believe it, we were Toothpick, though. Toothpick? Like, when was, yeah, when I was younger, it was Toothpick. Everybody did. I made it by eighth grade. My coach still called me Slim, so it just stuck with me. Which one do you like six. better? Nah, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, got, I got Toothpick by playing football uh, in the church yard. I still remember. So, nah. Man, I, I I gotta let the I gotta let the world know this is uh this is Derek Abrams on his little he he had a lot of he had a few shows he wasn't a big fame guy he didn't want to be he wanted to be behind the scenes but Derek has such a great personality man that uh that last chance you just couldn't keep the camera off him so I want you to see a little clip doing something wrong <laughs> yeah a little bit but not always you know but not like. My dad's best friend is like president of a college. He said there's a lot of drug busts. Man, you know, uh, Derek, man, had a way with the little, with the, the people love Derek, man. People love Derek uh, in Independence. He, we, I started this program when I took the job, man, because I, I knew I was going to go get a lot out of state. So I started this program, a lot of people don't know, and I kind of tied up our players, our out-of-state players, with family members in the community, right? So we built this program up, and Derek became, uh, I still get hit up on Facebook by uh, his, uh, his indie family, basically, that inherited him and took him in. But uh, I still talk to them. They still, still talk, talk to them. Yeah, yeah, that's still, tight. That's tight, man. Paid. That's good shit. Cause yeah. uh, basically they took them in. And they would help them wash clothes. You know, do little things for them that that they didn't have their mamas or daddies or whatever in town with. So we built these. Uh, we built this family uh, base in Indy. And I started that shit when I got the job. I thought it was a good idea. We got that going. And uh, Delrick had a great family. They actually owned the John Deere in town in Independence. So. Uh, you know, I tried to play certain cats I knew with some cats that had a little coin. You know what I'm saying? Derek came from about 20 miles from a country road, so I had to get his ass. Man, recruiting Derek was a, was a trip because I was like, so I'm on the phone with him a few times. And my, and my D coordinator, a couple other people recruited Derek, obviously, position-wise. So I was, I was recruiting him, and I, and I talked to him a few times. I'm like, what the fuck did he say? And, and, and everybody's like, and then Derek's like, come on, Koji. And so uh, Derek always had a hell of a high character, man. Great kid all the time. He was always, uh, he always was uh, fun to be around, man. A lot of people don't know, though, Derek. They don't know the real stories, man. They only hear this fucking Last Chance You stories. They don't know the real stories. Uh, they don't know. Derek's first, I'm going to tell, tell somebody one time, Derek, before you tell everyone your side of it. But Derek was struggling his freshman year in English. 
And I bring his ass in, six, three and a half, long, rangy corner, right? Richard Sherman. I coach Richard, so I was like, you know he remind me a lot of Richard Sherman. And I would tell him that a lot. But I'd bring him in. i sit him down. i said, and so I, that was the first time I got I had to get in Delrick's ass. I'm like, dog, you got a D in English. And your ass needs to get the fuck out of this Independence, Kansas. And... Hey man, Derek, he's such a good kid. He just look, he he getting cussed out by me, right? And he just sitting there smiling like he is right now. He is smiling, and it's like hard to cuss him out. You can't cuss a cat out. He just smiling at your ass, and uh, he's like, "I got you, coach. I got you." And a month later, he had a B. He had a B in class, and the rest is history. He graduated early, went to the University of Colorado, two year starter there, uh, balled out, gets picked up by the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, spends what two years there, basically, right on and off. Yeah, about two. Yeah, two years. Got released in training camp. Then I uh, had a couple of workouts. Then we uh, with the Rams for like two weeks. Yeah, then I posted sign with uh, Denver. To, like toward the end of the season, I caught COVID. So damn. Yeah. And then the USFL grabbed you this year. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay Bandits. Yeah, yeah. You know, How'd that work out? It was good. It was great, though. It was it was better than I thought it would be. Like, really? Coaches, I'm, I, like, I like the coaching staff. Everybody was – we had fun, though. We were uh, at Bama, though, but it was good, though. And who's in the finals now? Uh, the Stars. Birmingham? Philly and Birmingham. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, so, it was crazy, was I'm it? Cra- I just had Josh Avery on right before this. Yeah. And he was out there with me. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. told me. And you saw Draquan Brown too? I I was Keith. Keith Williams. He'll be on the show Friday. Keith, Keith Williams will be on the show Friday. Uh I was. That's crazy, man. That's that's a hell of a thing, man. To let to see you guys balling, man. It is a great thing. So what do you have you have an agent and everything, obviously. What are what's the deal? Are you uh, are they working on another NFL deal or you got XFL yeah. deal or USFL coming back? I just found out they're coming back next yeah. year. So you feel me? I'm like me. I'm control. I can control day by day. So I'm t- my goal is get back to NFL. You know that's the dream. No doubt. You know, get back to NFL. Yeah. But whatever come with it, I'm gonna control. I can control, and to be blessed, I can still I can still play football. So hey man, keep whatever. smiling like you do, boy. You know I love that <laughs> smile, man. Shit, I miss yeah. that. I miss your damn smile. I miss your ass. <laughs> I had a lot. You, Speedy, Allen, all you guys, oh man. All, hey. See, people don't realize there. There, people. If you read my book, I talk about slap dicks, yeah. fuck sticks, and shit birds, right? Well, yeah. Delrick, Allen, Speedy, all were just the best possible slap dicks you could be. Uh, who was my boy? Who was my boy? Who was a, a, a little? Uh, who was my my little receiver? We had man that uh, my you know I just call we can't get right, motherfucker. I just oh. God damn it, St. Louis kid. Um, St. Louis. God damn, I, why am I drawing a blank? He hits me up on Twitter all the time and social media clowning me. Um, little light-skinned fucking... Yeah. Come on, Alan, you know who Malik. it is. You talk about Malik, Malik. 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 So, Malik. Malik Collins. Malik Collins. So, I actually had Malik on the show. I had Malik on the show. Um, For real? That one, hey, that's probably the best. He probably one of the best people you'll meet, though. Funny, smile. Malik, yeah. Hey. hey. Yeah, he one a good guy. And you know, he was a cat. I used to get in his ass, and he just smiled, <laughs> took it, uh... He's the epitome of a slap dick now. Slap dicks of me is a good character kid who doesn't who who don't have any malicious intent. They just they just are always clowning, messing around. You know, good spirited yeah. kids. 
But yeah. uh, Derek was one of those, man, great kid, man, just always ball, ball, tall, long corner. Uh, you know, he had offers by LSU, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Everybody came in on, in the country on Derek. Uh, he fell in love at Colorado. My best friend in the, in the world at Colorado, Coach Darian Hagan. And uh, shit, now Chance Maine uh, is at Colorado. And uh, how's, our, how's our boy doing, the linebacker? What's his name? Um, Jamal. Yeah, Jamar. Jamar. Uh, he doing good, though. Um, I know he did he good in good. class. Yeah. Uh, I seen him last time I was down there. Like, everything good for him, you know. Everything. I'm glad he went to see you. Came to see you. Hey, yeah, hey. no doubt. He need. Hey, let me ask you this. So you get to you get to Colorado, and um, a great man, a great human being uh, recruited you, obviously, Coach Mack. And then, and then they they get they make a move, and then um, and then Coach comes in, right? Um, did I lose you? Hello, you I me? got you. You hear me? Yo, what you say now? Uh, so so Coach Mack gets 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 put out, and then they bring in. Um, Coach, Coach, Coach Tucker, what was the difference? Um, in like you, so you go from me to Coach Mack to Coach Tucker. How how was the transition for you? Because for 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 somebody like I mean, you, for, you got I high mean, character. Me, yeah, yeah. For so me, go ahead. For, for real, I say I said myself, hey, listen, I tell people, I can, like, I deal with Coach Brown. I can deal with anybody now. So <laughs> it, you feel me? I know how to come in and just work. Do my job and have fun. So like, you feel me? You know, you know how you know how before the before the show even came, you know how you were, you know. So I could, I'm like, I could do with Coach Brown and Coach Morton. I could do with anybody. So for me, when Coach Matt came, one of the best guys I meet, you right. know, pushed me. Then you know, then Coach Mel Tucker came. He came from ACC, Georgia. So it was the practice was like intense, more intense. So you know, it was just like. It was a good thing to learn from all different coaches. Everyone, like, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, everyone. So I learned something for every coach I all week. I remember you so called I'm me. Good. I remember you called me and was like, Coach, it, it's kind of like Indy again when Tucker took the job. Because you got in that weight room Man. and he got after it, didn't he? Got after foot, foot uh, practice? Oh, yeah. It ain't no off day. Like, you going to go at it, like, every day. Like, but that's what you was used to. So I'm sure you liked yeah, it anyway. So, so, yeah, so basically I got – I was already used to it in JUCO. We did it in JUCO. You know, Sundays in JUCO. Shit, we, we practice at 5 in the morning, boy. 5 in the morning. Plus, Sunday we play Saturday. Some, you know, sometimes you had us practice hitting Friday. So, <laughs> so I'm not really tripping about that. Hit the point. So. Hey, hey, we made you men, dog. We made a man out of you hey. before you had to go. Hey, so hey, do you? So, so l- let me ask you this though. People, people ask all the time. I'm like, they're like, hey, why do cats that leave you? They they end up excelling. They don't get kicked out. They don't go to jail. They don't do those things. But but they they compare the show to the East Mississippi and all that, where a lot of kids struggled after they left JUCO. Do you think the way we structured shit helped you and helped everyone else that you see? Like at, like, what do you think about Jermaine, first rounder? CJ signed with the Jet. Uh, we had seven dudes picked up off that roster this year. Um, do you do you attest I'm, I'm, the structure to that? Man, I, I'm happy for. Matter of fact, before I'm happy for both of them. You know, Jermaine going first round. I was talking to him before uh, last year when he transferred for the state. Like, man, you know, do what you got to do. Handle your business. Everything, you know, control is control. Prior to CJ, you know, he able to just he getting his opportunity. He didn't get the day. He didn't get the call the same day, but he at least got an opportunity to the yeah. day. 
that's the same thing about Juco. Like, we can take advantage of our opportunity. Well, opportunity we get, we're going to take advantage of our opportunity. So, and whoever, like, for me, and whoever is next, I want to go keep going, keep going forward. No, I know you do. You don't. You ain't got no hater in you, boy. You, 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 you don't care about nobody. Uh, I already know. Okay. Hey, I, I just had Josh Avery on. He's exactly <laughs> the same. Like he's like that too. You know how that is. Hey, so. coach, it's enough money in the world for hours. You so ain't lying. Have fun. You ain't lying. How your mama, man? She good? Everybody good. Like we enjoying them. Like you think, like getting, just enjoying life. You no gotta enjoy life. Some people. No some doubt. people. You know, we blessed to be still here. You know. No take doubt. care of our family, you know, spend time with our family, so I could be trying to be blessed, stay positive. And, and you got you got your day. degree from Colorado, right? Yeah, I got a uh, social degree and a uh, bachelor's degree. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I would have been on your ass if you didn't get that piece of paper, boy. <laughs> Shit. I, nah, I had to. That was a goal. Like, hell yeah, you know, hell yeah. Everybody football, did, man. Football. Everybody graduated. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's not that's what it's about, man. Fuck all that other shit. We... We make money good, but if we don't, we yeah. got that paperwork. The paper, it help you in long run. How how old's your baby? He just turned eighteen months. Man, I had yeah, shit. So I had my baby same my thing. Yeah, that's a blessing, boy. That's a blessing. Blessing. If I wanted like best thing in my life, though, I ain't gonna tell the story. So the baby that's back in Colorado, thing. that's where it's at mostly. Yes, this is mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, you know, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what the next step. So, yeah, yeah. You know, she good. She take good care of him. We good, yeah, yeah. You know, we have good uh, connection. You know, talk to each other about everything. So no, that's good. That's good. good. When uh, when you flying out of there? Uh, I don't fly out to about six forty five. So I got, you know. Oh damn! So you what? You got you got a delay? A delay? Yeah, you know, like all the flights be flights crazy right now, huh? Crazy. So. So you got so you so what's your plan? You got you got an agent. You're working out. So you're uh, so you go back. Nah. You're gonna go back to 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 work a, out in I'm Louisiana a, or Houston? Nah, I'm gonna work out in Atlanta. Uh, that you know I know I know a lot of good places to work out at there, and plus I know a lot of places to take care of my body there. So I'm gonna go. I, I did work out for like three weeks before uh, training camp. So you know they prayed up, keep faith and. So someone gonna call me and get my opportunity. Go for there. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. Your your agent got some things lined up, trying to get you in some camps. Yes, uh, I talked to him the other day. So we just trying to figure out what team, you know, because you know everything's slow right now because they yeah. all the coaches yeah gone this and that. So it so we just trying to figure out when they come back when OCA I mean training camp come, it's time to go. Hey. So whatever team call, they gonna get the best. Six three corners, man. There's not a lot of you out there. There's a, there's this place for you. There's a place for you. It, it's a place. So, well, place Atlanta. I don't care what it. Hey, so well, Alan, Alan sent me a video. Alan sent me a video of you the other day working out with Ryan Clark. Yeah. So you, it was a bunch of you guys. I don't. Me and Ryan Clark don't get along. So I'm not tripping on that part. But <laughs> what? Uh, how how was that though? Are you out there working out with all those guys? Are, you know, are you taking little pieces, bits and pieces from guys that played in the league and, and had an opportunity, and you, and you just out there getting better with all those top tier guys, or or is it a? Uh, I saw you playing. You actually were running the route for them like we used to do. So you were catching yeah. the ball. And uh, mm-hmm. and I said, boy, you, so, you, 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 in Indy, you would have dropped that motherfucker. You caught the ball now, though. Shit. You yeah. caught that bitch. 
Now it just uh it was it was some good work like we uh hands on make sure you know we do the thing I like about it, we do game situation stuff and we and plus like older guy they're gonna t- tell you know you should do this or help you know help you out to uh better your character we all there for the same reason we're not there to play around or we all trying to um, play so they helped me out like even when I was in Atlanta like the very uh they helped me out like the plays or like. You know, sit, you know, look at this formation. They're t- they gonna run this out this formation. Right, right. It's, that's something I like about you know, believe you know, everybody help each other out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. USFL was more like on your own. Oh, uh, nah, I wouldn't say that. Like we had, like we had older guys too. Like we been, cause some of us played, like a lot of us played in the league too. So we know the not some not. We had CD late, uh, Carl late, and our DB coach. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh goes yeah. like, hey, how to you feel me? Cornell Lake, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cornell Lake, one of the best. So um, he taught us, like, he, he wasn't like a regular coach. Like, he taught us, like, formation or play. They're going to run this, they're going to run this. And he, he really taught us, like, we were still in the NFL. So that's why I like about um, Cornell Lake. One, so one, do you, so do you, are, are, have you had any discussion with XFL? Uh, I ain't talking to them yet. Um, uh, I ain't talked to him yet, so I don't even know who really over all that. I seen they had a, uh, a showcase coming up or a pass, something like that, but I don't even talk to them yet. Yeah, yeah. I think they, well, they start, what, 23, spring 23? Yeah, spring 23. So it's going to be, I don't know how they're going to go. So, you know, it's going to be the USFL because they said they coming back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the SFL. I mean, SFL. So either way it goes, I feel like it's both. Opportunities, right? Opp- At least you can still people. play and chase your dream, yeah. Yeah, they're getting people opportunity to play in the States. They don't got to go far, far away from their family. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Canada you know, or none yeah. of that, yeah. Can- yeah, Canada or overseas, you know. You still playing the States, still playing the game you love. So that, I tell people, like, you got to be blessed to still play the game because some people can't play the game. Yeah, no doubt, no so, doubt. Like Emmett, yeah. Emmett's over in Italy or something like that. Or Greece. Yeah. Somewhere like that, Greece. Greece. Uh, yeah. I think so, and I seen that. I'm like, man, that's far away from your family. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah, and and you know the money ain't the same, and it's you know it's it's tough. But he know, hey, he trying to do it, man. He, you know, I'm gonna have Emmett on too, man, and and uh, and have his have a talk with him. But you know, he uh he got to do what he got to do. He got to chase it, and, and he got to start over, kind of, you know. Yeah, and I hope he can get the chance to come over back over here, play in front of his family again. Yeah. You know, everybody gonna have an opportunity. Yeah. So I I feel like I feel like the two green leagues it's gonna be good for people, you know. Still play something, still get paid, you know. Still got a career. So let me let me ask you this: uh, based on you playing in that league and having NFL playing in the NFL and having game experience, a lot of people I tell Josh the same thing. A lot of people are talking about like, well, I don't watch USFL because it was basically eighth string NFL guys who got cut. What is your argument like? Because. Let me ask you this: two questions. That question, because you could, because I know that ain't the truth. But at the same yeah. time, um, what do you think is going to be when there's two spring leagues, XFL and USFL? My question, I guess, is there enough talent to go around to have two leagues and they both be good? You think? Yeah, I, I feel like there's enough talent. Like people who say they didn't watch it because you know people who got cut, not they not they not you know they don't think we good enough this and that. They just. You know, some people going to have their own. Oh, they hate. They hate it. Yeah, they hate. So I don't really, you know, because some situation you never know. People, I put, you know, we were good. You know, we feel good. It's just an opportunity. 
it's, and politics. It's people, and po- so it's 53 men on the roster. So it's all about, you know, this and that. So, but like two leagues in the, um, in the spring league, I feel like it'll be good. It's going to be more competition. They're going to have better. I, one league going to have time to do better than the other leagues. So it's going to help people get more money for their family, play fun, play more games, opportunities. And, and people don't know, scouts come to the game. So they're going to try to help people more if people go to the league. You know, it's a lot of good things to my, you know, do. No doubt. No doubt. What is, uh, What's your thought on the uh, – did they tell you guys if you guys can – can you guys – if you sign, let's say, with the XFL, can you can you play with the USFL or are you, are you sold on one – you can only play for one league? I think you just play for one league. So I'm not for sure about the details on on that. So I don't, I'm, not, I'm still trying to figure out how they're going to do it. Like I don't know who league going to sell first. Are they going to play at the same time? And who throw that bag? Who throwing a bigger bag? Who throwing a bigger bag? Shit. Yeah, so that's that's all playing part. So you know, that's all you know. It's at the end of the day, it's it's a business. So, no doubt, no doubt. You gotta have, so where's home at right now? Louisiana or where? Louisiana. Okay, so you back? You stay? You still back? Your home base? Yeah. So right now, I'm just trying to you know figure some things out. Um, yeah. Go train in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. And stay. In, Stay in shape. I just got done with a ten year, uh, ten week season. So no doubt, you know, I'm in shape. I'm in shape still. No doubt, they had us out there playing on turf. Oh yeah, same same turf every day too, huh? A hundred game days with ninety something degrees, but you know that turf by twenty degrees uh, high, hundred twenty, hundred twenty, hundred thirty. So Woo. you know. Hey, but you know damn well. You know you fall out of shape in a week, and it takes you twenty weeks to get in shape. So you know how that game get is. In shape. That's why, that's why I gotta keep drinking more like water and just keep like you know, you know, still you know, run a little bit, yeah, you know, yeah. still trying to move around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much you weighing now? Oh yeah, one ninety seven, one ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. That's you good know, weight. Yeah. Hey, you got a little weight on yeah. you. Know, look at yeah. you, boy. You was yeah. about hundred and thirty ten pounds. Nah, I don't. Uh, I know, I know. Like I fuck with you. I was like one hundred sixty. Like were you that light? I, I thought you were one seventy or something. Maybe one seventy. Maybe. Now, that grown, was, that grown was, man strength kicked in, though. He started putting that muscle on you. You know how it is. I was, in college, I was like 180. Yeah, you got that weight room protein. Yeah, so then. Alan, got, Alan said you still skinny, though. Alan said you still skinny, though. Man, he a hater. Uh, Alan a hater. Yeah, he, <laughs> he a hater. Hey, Alan, Alan, Alan being a troll right now on my damn shit. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, man, I love Alan, man. That's one of the funny guys. Uh, Alan, funny man. Alan, good dude. Alan, Alan got a high school coaching job in in Austin, Texas. I seen you saw I it. Seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Hell yeah, I'm gonna go go I was, go coach him I thought, up. He a quarterback coach, right? He said he I think he coaching wideouts and uh, wide pass game coordinator. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to get in where you fit in, get yourself, get get in there. I told him, I said, man, shit, I wouldn't even be mad if you went over to defense. Go over there and learn how to do that shit because it, it make you better coach. That's what I started. You know what I mean? You make you, So you know all positions and every single side of the ball, and it only make you, know, you more more hireable, you know? Yeah, shit. if you know everything, special team, offense, defense, and the coach, 
you know a lot of things. You know, just like you, you, you cover a slot. You go outside and cover outside guy. You yeah. can come play nickel and come down and play quarters match. You could do all those things, and people are like, "Shit, well, he's six three, six four. He, he, we got to have a place for yeah. him." So yeah, I play. I play a little nickel. This is my first year play a little nickel. Yeah, I got a chance to play some nickel, so I was happy with that. So just show them I'm like, yeah, I can more versatile. Man. Hell yeah. Hell you know, yeah. most you know, most of the time they think six three corners can't really move like that. So Nah, you, shit. you know it's, there's a reason. You know, you, your ass though. got hips swivel. You got swivel hips, you can move and run and Yes sir. You still can't catch. Good, I still though. I still gun some balls at you, but it's all good. You know, nah, I I'll get I, your I can throw better than you though. Uh, yeah, maybe. Shit, I'm old, dog. I'm old <laughs> as hell. I, my ass is <laughs> My ass sitting here behind the desk. I'm gonna lose a weight though, Derek. I'm on some. Uh, I'm on some. Le- I'm some weight loss shit right now. I got to get my ass down. I'm t- I was getting too damn fat, man. I had to get. I had to get some shit. I, you know, I. Nah, you cheating? You probably working out. Yeah, hey, I, I just got some shit. Stuff. I got a little elliptical in the garage. I got. I got these damn okay. dogs. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna start walking the dogs. Cause you know, Derek, I gotta get my hose back right. You know what I'm saying? I got my hose. Hey dog, it, hey, it was good seeing you, man. Have a safe flight. Yeah, I love you, boy. You I'll too. see you soon, and, and we'll chop it up. Okay, appreciate you, coach. All right, Derek, appreciate, brother. Peace. Um, man, Derek, great, great kid, man. Just, I'm just saying, I can bring every single fucking kid I ever coached on here, and you're gonna get a very, very similar reaction. That's just what it is. But um, Slim was a great one, man. Uh. Great story as well. He came from nothing in the bottoms of Louisiana and uh, got his college degree. And like I said, I brought that story up, man, because he was failing early on in class and I had to get in his ass, man. And at the end of the day, hate me now, love me fucking later. That's all it is about. That's all I care about. That's I don't give a shit about if you don't like me right now. My job is to get you where you could not get yourself. There's a reason you were at JUCO with me. And a lot of folks don't realize that. But it is what it is. To see their stories now, I could care less. If you hate me, you love me, you like me, you don't like me, I don't really care. As long as I see these stories, I'm good. I can go to sleep at night. So that is what it is. And uh, it's good to see uh, guys like him. Um, balling out and uh, great stories. Um, glad I could share them with you. Um, I gotta share this with you. I don't know if you realize this, but um, I wanted to talk about a couple things real quick uh, to end the show. There's a video out there of this world famous scammer. All right. He's a younger cat, younger kid. He's been scamming folks for a long time, all right? And uh, I want to talk about this is the mindset of our current generation and the world we live in right now. This is the mindset. Clearly not Josh Avery or Delrick Abrams, who I just had on the show. Clearly not those positive-ass, smiling outlooks on life, right? Nowhere near. It's crazy how those two can do that and come from way worse neighborhoods than the guy I'm about to talk about. But it comes down to coaching it or fucking allowing it. Someone like me who didn't allow it coached it up every single day of the way. And guess what happened? NFL, USFL, playing, getting paid, playing and loving what they do. Great family parents, great dads, great husbands. All that shit happens. Guys that were allowed to do whatever they fucking wanted, 
which is our current kids in households right now, come out like this fuck who comes out and says, I rather be in prison or kill myself than to work a nine to five job. Quote, end quote. So he came out and quoted and said, I'd rather be in prison or kill myself before I work on a nine to five job. So he said he became a scammer and because he could not see him working in a nine to five job. That is so many millions of kids right now is mindset. I'm just telling you, that is the mindset of our children right now because we have allowed it so long and so fucking we have mismanaged it such a bad way. Our kids now rather kill them fucking selves or go to prison committing crimes than to work a nine to five. I, I, I mean, I'm just telling you. And I got further proof. I want to share this with you because I, I, I got further proof. This is the mindset of our people right now. OK, um, hundreds of Amazon employees signed an open letter to Amazon leadership last night demanding they seize doing business in states where abortion is illegal. And they want time off to grieve for the Supreme Court ruling. Now, you can't sit here and tell me we aren't the softest bunch of pussy fucks I've ever heard of. They need time off to grieve for the hearing of the Supreme Court ruling. They need time off, Amazon, because, of course, the, the ruling directly affected them. Even the men. They all have to grieve. Oh, my God. I wish I was the owner. I wish I was Bezos. I would have fired them motherfuckers. Here's your grieving period. Fired, motherfucker. I can replace you in five minutes on a fucking Twitter ad post. Here, you want to come work at Amazon and make fucking... Five grand a month? Come on over. Here. You think your fucking job is that fucking unhired, like irreplaceable, motherfucker? There's a dime a dozen motherfuckers that can work at Amazon and do your job. You act like computers aren't running that shit no more. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. It fucking blows my mind. But this is a thing I want to share you real quick because this is continuing to show you what mindset we have. Um, to, to get this, all right, this is, there's a, there's a fucking lady out there, uh, on social media, on Twitter, I think it's at Keffles, K-E-F-F-A-L-S, anyway, um, her name is Taylor, I want to say her name is Taylor Lorenz, she published a report, um, about this Twitch streamer, who's, who's Keffles, or whatever, She's encouraging teens to come out as transgender and started a website to help minors get access to hormone replacement fucking therapy. Now, just let me restate that. This lady came out and started a website to get more kids to come out as transgender and to get access to hormone replacement. Um therapy and uh 
you know, look at this shit right here. This is what's came out. Now, this lady got mad that Libs of TikTok, if you don't know who that is, I don't have no idea who Libs of TikTok is. I guess they're a big TikTok fucking deal. This lady came out and was like, um, today I'm on the front page of the Washington Post and Libs of TikTok is calling me a groomer. Never thought I'd be here. My life is insane. So the lady, the TikTok, TikTok of libs of TikTok came out and said, I never called you a groomer. This is an outright lie. All I said was that you help minors access hormone replacement therapy and come out as trans. Are you saying that those are grooming behaviors? Yes, I am saying it. I'll say it. If you don't want to say it, it's fucking unbelievable. And they're also pushing the kids to become drag queens. And we have such a fucking fucked up world, man. I'll, I'll be honest. Have you guys seen... Um, if you guys... Ha- if, you haven't, if you haven't seen this or not, I don't know if you've seen it, but have you seen the guy who... Uh, Have you seen the guy with his dick out standing on a car in New York and he's sitting there and, uh, and there's a bunch of kids out there and he's doing this whole, I'm free, we're free, uh, come be a drag queen. All little kids. All little kids, dog. This guy's dick is out and he's standing on a car. So you can see everything, right? Like, and parents are with these kids like it's okay. I don't know, man. We're fucked up, dog. We're fucked up. Why don't? Yeah, like, I, I, I've I, had three of my homeboys' closest ones get shot on my fucking chest. Brain matter, bone fragments embedded in my cheeks. Uh, I didn't get to miss work the next day, ironically. It's fucking crazy. I, I didn't get to fucking miss work, call in to work. Guess what? If I would have called in to work, I would have been fired. If I would have missed practice, I would have been cut. Like, we don't have that now. We are in a place where now we are coddling. Oh, my God. We're coddling the fuck out of us. And now, oh, really? What? See, back in the day was, it's a whole nother, a whole nother reaction from your boss than it is now. Nowadays, reaction is this. Mr. Johnson, um, I can't come to work, man. My, my, uh, my buddy got killed, and I just can't even fathom to come to work and, and have to really work hard um, because I just can't, I'll always be thinking about my friend who died in a horrific motorcycle accident. Is it your good, is it your relative or your best friend or what? Oh, no, I haven't seen him in years, but I grew up with him and, you know, but I just can't, I can't fathom to think at work today. Oh, well, you know what? Take as much time as you want off, Johnny. It's okay. We'll, 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 we have grievement period and we have all these bereavements and an and, and off time. Go ahead and take some time off to get your mind right. Okay, here's my generation. A uh, coach, uh, my lifelong homie just got his fucking brain smoked. Got shot on my chest, man, and, and brain blew all over my face and it's fucked up, man. We were at a cl- we were at a party, house party, man, and I, I'm fucked up, coach. But but I'll be at practice. Fucking right, you'll be at practice. What the fuck is you gonna do about it now? 
What the fuck can you change about it now? Who the fuck is going to bring him back to life? So let's fucking grieve over what we can't change instead of work to get better for your future. Let's just sit out and take a fucking week off. That is the difference in mindset in the two fucking generations that we currently have going on right now. I just clearly stated the two differences. That's how fucked up we are right now. And it's unfortunate. I wish I would have. I was. At, I tell people all the time, and it's in my book, I was at practice the day my fucking dad died. Because he would have beat my ass if I would have missed it. And I was a, I'm talking about as a coach. I was a coach then. And in 2005, I was coaching. And I was at practice that night. And I had to clear the mechanism. I had to fucking clear the mechanism. Just like I had to do with a, a hostile crowd in a road game. I had to clear the mechanism so that I could perform for the kids I fucking told I would coach. I accepted the job. You did not shoot me. You didn't put a gun to my head. You did not force me to take the job. I accepted the fucking job. So I will do the job I accepted. Why the fuck is that such a hard concept to grasp nowadays where everybody gets a fucking free pass? Everybody's, oh, please take as much time as you want. And 99.9% of the time off is for nothing. It's a waste of time. It's bullshit. It's because you're lazy, enabled, and you're fucking entitled. And you don't want to fucking work, grind, or hustle anymore. You want social media to fucking pay your way and hand you a fucking golden ticket. You don't want to go grind and do shit for it. So, it's unfucking believable. Mark C. said he had a guy try to say that his landlord passed away and he needed some time off because he was broken up over it. You gotta be shitting me. So that landlord either was giving you pussy on the side instead of paying rent or giving you dick if it was a woman. I don't know. Well, dick if it was a man nowadays. Fuck, who knows, right? That had to be a hell of a fucking landlord to have to grieve over that shit. Holy shit, dog. We're in a fucked up place, man. I'm going to be honest. We're in a fucked up. We're in a horrible ass space. Um... I'm in the show like this before I get to the after hours on the uh, YouTube and get off the audio side. But I got to let everyone know as a service announcement from JB. Stop posting your kids on social media. Stop it. Please stop posting your kids on social media. I'm going to drop the mic after I tell you this is a thing. It's really going on. It's been going on, but you all are ignorant and, and blinded by the tweets, the retweets, and the likes that your kids get. And the bottom line is it is a false sense of accomplishment that you think your babies are getting likes, retweets, and happy faces, and hearts, and all this shit on social media. Well, there's guys out there that created these fucking Pinterest accounts and LinkedIn accounts on a more professional platform than, say, IG, Twitter, and TikTok, right? 
So everyone thinks that these platforms are only for professionals and you have to be this certain person. Well, just so you know, a lady that I know caught this guy on Pinterest who he she thought was legit. This motherfucker on his Pinterest had nothing but videos and pictures of her kids from the waist down. Multiple pictures of their feet, legs, all innocent shit that we would look at and think was very innocent. This pedophile fuck had nothing but babies and kids from her block and her neighborhood on her fucking Pinterest account. On his Pinterest account, I'm sorry. And apparently there is a whole ring of this. And this is how they're approaching and getting kids to be sex trafficking and they're using these fucking larger accounts now uh, or more professional platforms. And because they're getting fucking seen on IG, Twitter and such. So now they're going over in Pinterest, LinkedIn and different ones. And uh, don't fall for the okie doke, man. I'm just telling you, like. Let me ask you something. How many rappers have been posting their videos in front of their address and have gotten killed over it? Pop Smoke, Dolph, whatever his name is. Fucking, I think I named like 30 of them. There was 30 of them. None of them may not be very big named. Nipsey Hussle, you can you can argue Nipsey Hussle is one of those guys. Um, when you're going to get it, Stop giving these desperate fucks fuel for the fire and bait for this type of shit. You're just throwing chum out in the fucking water for the sharks, man. Like, we only make it news when we make it news. Let me let that settle in with you. We only make it news when we make it news. If you didn't put your fucking babies out there and if you didn't show your address on social media, you wouldn't have half the fucking pedophiles, sex traffickers, or entertainers getting smoked every day because all you care about is fucking tweets, retweets, likes, and fucking clout. Quit chasing clout. Protect your fucking babies. And... Let's get rid of these fucks. They'll fucking drown themselves out. You're giving them fuel for the fire. Stop posting your babies on social media. It makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense to me. Aaron Easy, I'm going to have that too. And, and four pit bulls. But I'm not going to give the opportunity though for the kids to be seen still. I'm still not going to. I'm going to make it even harder. You got to fucking really do some research to find my motherfucking kids. And if that's the case, uh, we'll fucking deal with it. But let's not be foolish and give them fuel for the fire. I mean, it just makes no sense. These motherfucking weirdo, creepy, pedophile fucks are out here. They're fucking just salivating over your babies, people. I mean, let that sink in. This show ain't that big yet. It's getting there. It's growing. And hopefully this gets to the masses sometime. And sometimes the messages you may hear uh, me say gets through to you. And then hopefully it'll touch somebody and help somebody. But maybe it'll keep your kid off social media from these fucking weirdos. And be careful who you think your neighbor is. Because I'm just telling you, backstabbers are hardly and very rarely a stranger. Just fucking remember that. 
Backstabbers and haters are very, very seldom strangers. What's that mean, coach? That means they're in your fucking circle, fucking idiot. Wake up. Or they're your own fucking weirdo family members. That's why I trust two people in the world. Me and the other motherfucker ain't you. I'll see you tomorrow for fucking work boot Wednesday. I'll have Wido on for wilding out with, with Wido, and we'll chop it up as well. And I appreciate everybody. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag and head on over to bluechew.com. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Tell them that the main slap dick himself sent you. And head on over on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, come on over for after hours, after party. And uh, we'll chop it up as I upload the audio. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow for Work Boot Wednesday. Peace. Storm, hell, Mary's, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Ride-